form of multimedia entertainment beyond that which is good. These games are as vast in number as they are terrible. They dwell in the dark recesses of history, unearthed from the pits of the bargain bin. These are the games of horror. This is Garbage Game Night. Welcome to Garbage Game Night, the podcast where we try out a video game from the past. We talk about how it can be rebuilt, how it can be better, faster, stronger, maybe have a hidden secret lurking within. Uh, these are games that are punished with bad reviews because they were different, even though they thought they were just trying to serve their country. But before we get passionate about the game we're playing this evening, and before I introduce it, I have to introduce some fellow soldiers with me. Uh, first, Tom. How are you this evening, Tom? Doing well, man. Doing well. How, uh, how's Victor and Frank doing? They doing good? He just swooped right in wow. there, didn't he? Wow, he, he just uh, took initiative. That's, skipped right that's over very American right of you, Tom. Way to go. Self-serving. Well, and Tom, who's not on camera right now, he is wearing stars and stripes on a tank top, which is... Uh, <laughs> At least stars. <laughs> the most American... <laughs> Tom, you're not even supposed to do that. It's supposed to not be on... I mean, I'm just saying... We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. It's fine. It's fine. I just thought it was supposed actually, to stay it's on a flag. Only, it's, it's, on, it's, only if it's, if it's only if it's actually made of, of a flag. <laughs> Like, oh, right. like if you repurpose the flag, that's what they say. I don't know. Who, it doesn't matter. Just burn it, eat it, well, <laughs> poop it, bury it, Bop give it, it to you know your neighbor. Have, have give it, give it to an immigrant. You know, because China. It's good. So Tom's doing good. Uh, Frank, China. how you doing? <laughs> uh, you know, it's uh, it's Monday, Monday fun day. That's what everyone always says. You know, Monday is the best day. Everyone loves Mondays. Uh, so no. it like it's going it to a dark spot. <laughs> couldn't be actually. I would say couldn't be any better. No, because it could be Monday morning. That would be better. Monday night. Oh no, Monday's ending. So now I'm sad. Now, this morning wow, I was I happy. Feel like you're legitimately happy wow, about Monday. Mondays now. And then I thought it was end of Monday. I'm like, ah, oh, Monday's over. But you know what? <laughs> Next week there's a new Monday. Wow. <laughs> and remember, there's always a new Monday. I needed that positivity in my life today. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sounds pretty and, negative for the rest of the week. <laughs> No, yeah, can we say that like one out of seven days are good? Wow. Uh, and on that, on that note, Victor, finally, finally, Victor's <laughs> back. How you doing, Victor? <laughs> I'm I am feeling uh, one seventh full, so I'm doing real, really well, really well. Well, I hope Super I can lift good. you guys up with the game that we're playing this evening. It's I'm at Frank's level. Oh, okay, you're with Frank. Okay, I just I'm not sure. Yeah, I maybe exceeding Frank it. And and yeah, we're actually in the same vicariously room. You. So uh, before we get into the game this evening, the last game we played on Garbage Game Night was Metal Gear Survive, one of the most notoriously hated games in recent history. And our conclusion was, eh, eh, wasn't, wasn't so bad. <laughs> it was all right. Well, <laughs> Frank really hated it. Uh, uh, Frank said that, but Frank came back and played co-op with me later. <laughs> mm, <laughs> and you okay. played on your own as well. Yeah, you played yeah. all on your own, Frank. You can't just so we wow. could play better together. That's all. And we did. We so, did play better I wanted together. better stuff. Yeah. I had to play. It was play. down That's to the it. wire, too. It, it's, it was fun. It, yeah. Oh, God. There's a mission, it was like fun. a rescue it was fun mission. You. But There's when a I had rescue to play mission myself, where you got to like, <laughs> you got to venture out and like you pick up a guy who's like passed out like the survivors are in that game until you bring him back to base camp. So you're carrying him on your shoulder, but you're like three times as slow in this game mode for some reason. So Frank's trying to cover me. I'm carrying him everywhere. This guy got absolutely like you have to drop him and fight in certain areas, too, because you get overwhelmed. And he just got so overwhelmed. We abandoned him and the zombies. They were just hacking away at him. We were chucking grenades in on him as if he was the lure. He was so dead by oh, the time gosh. we got him to the, to we the, still won to the beacon. Out? We still won. Like we got the dead survivor back 
in. <laughs> we barely, <laughs> barely beat that. It was fun, honestly. But that's the thing about like playing games. We always say playing games with friends online. It's going to be fun regardless of how bad the game is usually. So yeah, in, sp- in mm. spite of it sometimes. Yeah. 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 So um, I just was... like the idea of Frank giving like a poor review and then like, like imagine giving a poor review at a restaurant and then like you go by there like the next day and they're <laughs> eating there. And you're like, guy, what? That's only happened to me. What the hell are you doing here? And he's like, oh, we're just eating it more in order to like, you know, appreciate how bad it <laughs> was. Sure you're like, wrong. you fucking liar. You like this. <laughs> <laughs> I can only name yeah. five establishments where I've done that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot. Right. You're Name just a, a glutton for punishment. All right, the Burger King <laughs> by the Payment Center. A glutton. Where there, was, <laughs> there, was, there was poop on the floor. You can find my uh, Google review with the picture there. It has several thousand right. views. It's very popular. <laughs> uh, and you've gone back. <laughs> and you went back. Yeah. I think we went back one more time. Uh. It was kind of like a meme to see you know, what would happen next. But it just, once, once there's more a piece poop. of poop there, you can't really top that. And so yeah, it, it just became that. boring. And we, mm-hmm. you know. But you ate there. Well, yeah, I well, <laughs> you don't go to Burger yeah, King I mean, not to eat. When the original when the poop incident happened, I had to step over the poop to get to my spot, and I was like, <laughs> and, you I was like and, I, and I thought, I thought, well, did I just step over poop? And I was like, no, that, and then. <laughs> But, you and know, then you look behind yeah. you. There's a whole, I can't. I can't tell the story now with just like dying and laughing. So another day, maybe we'll talk about Burger King poop. But um, I mean, anyway, anyway. Uh, Metal Gear Survive. Speaking of poop, um, <laughs> I did go back and on stream beat the uh, beat the full version of the game, which wasn't worth it because I really wanted to see the subclasses. Just there's too much locked behind. Too many hours of gameplay that aren't that enjoyable. Even with playing with Frank and way after beating the game like you're still seeing like new monsters they're like oh they should have introduced these earlier it would have been more rewarding and it's just it's not so but if you got a uh, survival base building itch to scratch it's it's okay i think play with some friends like i don't know there's no man's sky out there right frank and why would you why yeah. would you do that kind of base building when you when you got yeah. no man's sky or something like that so you could have a spaceship you yeah. know do dope shit uh, yeah you know crash economy oh, one more thing i forgot to say has everyone here seen loki yes the show yeah yeah okay so it's not a huge spoiler spoiler for anyone else the whole thing at the end of metal gear survive the the monster that we call dust daddy exactly like what happens at the end of loki it's wild how close that is to me like in the Mm. concept of what it is at the end of time same exact thing in metal gear survive just that's it's fascinating to me that they're so similar so loki ripped off metal gear uh, survive that's all there is to it sorry Um, i should have clarified i've seen that loki was on as a show i haven't not watched it yet so okay well, Ka-chow. well now I know <laughs> what the beep, ending beep, is. Beep, 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 I hope that's beep, true. Beep, I hope GGN news. Moving on to the next funny, section. But I, hope, I hope you like really <laughs> The slow like burn. That. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, I'm going to do an ad here in the GGN news section. It's not that they're paying us. It's just uh, it's just an ad because good pods. It's it's an app. It's on Apple and Google devices. It's a really good podcast listening thing. And you can you can rate and and favorite your your apps and see what your friends are mm. listening to. You can rate individual episodes and comment on them. I hope they take off because um, with that being said, just pop on there and leave us a review. Uh, maybe maybe five stars. I think that's the only option you can do. So good pods. It's a it's an app to listen to podcasts. And it's there's like a lot of ways to listen to 
podcast, but I think that's my my favorite like experience that I've had so far. So yeah, check that out and uh, leave leave us a review. Are you if doing you, if some you feel like it? Insider trading with this? I, I or legally not an ad. Got I it. Do, yeah. the, do the new sound again. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. yeah. Because it's coming across on Morse the, code on the it's coming across on a, on a Morse yeah Morse um okay. telegram something I don't know where that noise yeah. comes from you know but um, mm, mm-hmm. probably Morse code that's that's it in a completely separate it's thing in case my mic down. sounds off tonight uh, I'm using a slightly different setup um, I have a very fancy new device coming in uh, it's Wednesday by the way Frank Wednesday I'm getting that fancy new device it's gonna have okay. lots of buttons right. on it and uh, I'll be like a like a radio DJ. Get some you know, sound bites in there. Yeah, yeah. Some some fog horns, some 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 sad <laughs> tunes, some fart noises. Yeah, we're gonna class this podcast up. So anyway. another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, one more section before we get into the game. See, I could like play a sound bit there. Uh, one more section before we get into the game. I gave everyone some uh, some homework. Uno. Marvel's What If series has been rolling out on Disney. Definitely not sponsored by Disney. We don't have that mouse money, but it got me thinking as it relates to this game, and you guys are going to find out why, that what are some what ifs that would absolutely ruin a superhero? For example, what if Aquaman had to wear a scuba suit, like he couldn't breathe underwater and he had to like very slowly ascend and descend so that he wouldn't get compression sickness and had to like refill his <laughs> compressed air tanks or um, like Wolverine just had a super chipper disposition, like just a happy guy, like Nick Fury asked him to join and he's like, Oh, hi, my name's Logan. What, what a group of Avengers? Sounds fun. And uh, yeah, so like, <laughs> what, what, what would that be like? So I asked you guys to think of a few. Tom, what you got for me? I, I've i got one, but it's a good one. Okay. What if Batman was poor? Yeah, you know, I mean, basically, he'd be like riding around on a bike <laughs> at night. Yeah. You know, just no like cool gadgets because he can't afford them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like his his costume would be like something you'd get of like a. Like a holly, be wearing like a potato sack that he sprayed like black, basically, and okay. uh, and have would have really none of the skills. Everything comes from the financial <laughs> backing. His, so, so he's just a guy who fell in a bat pit at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would he be still scared of bats because I'm sure he had to go to some sort of very high priced therapy. So he would just be like a guy well, who's afraid of his know, own he went, image. He went through like government social welfare uh, yeah. therapy. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 exactly. He's like on, he's addicted to his meds and um, yeah, just like goes out on the street and basically it's just like, I'm Batman. You, you guys, you guys better stop it right now. <laughs> like, you know, just beat the crap out of him. That's, right. That would be Batman without. That's without the real money. gritty reboot. That's what I want to see. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Frank, he has to step over you? poop at Burger King. <laughs> yeah. But right, but he but he goes back there anyway. <laughs> I feel like we're just taking swings at Frank now. <laughs> Listen, sometimes no, Burger gotta, King more like it. You gotta just step over the poop at Burger King. <laughs> if you're hungry enough. Yeah. The worst the part is they put it in like the regular like the uh uh trash, you know, you get the broom. And then the the uh, oh, the, the, the dustpan. It's not a biohazard. Like, they put it I in guess... like to the dustpan, and then it's like, I don't. Do you think they really washed think, it that well I don't afterwards? Think Burger King's properly prepared to dispose of medical waste. <laughs> no, they they, uh, they were not. They were. It was. It was the most amazing thing to watch them. It was. I mean, it was. It's like, like it's, it's above like, all of their pay grade. It's, it's a it's a bit that you couldn't write. You couldn't write that, and people like, "Oh, this is bullshit." You know what I mean? Be surprised. This is, no, this is like. This is this couldn't be real. This could not have happened, and then it happened in front of my eyes, and I'll remember that day for the rest of my life. You know. By the way, Frank, I don't want to let it shoot over your head. 
Chris made another dig at you by saying we're taking swings yeah. at Frank. Yeah. I'm... Because you probably still can't even properly hold baseball back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's sure. I, uh, I did have trouble playing uh, <laughs> wiffle ball this weekend with a tiny person. So. Poor, poor Anyhow, <laughs> midget that's ball. Beside the point. Can't play and catch let, with your son. <laughs> Is that what you're, because of your he's hand very damage. Good. He's very good. He's very good. Uh, so anyhow, uh, my, they're my, picking dads for the team, and they're like, "Don't pick nubs." Don't yeah. Pick nubs. <laughs> he can't throw Someone's the ball. Just pick falls nubs. out of his hand. It just falls out of his hand because his fingers are all fucked up. But that handicap spot, though, Frank, yeah. you get I to the wish. field quicker. Oh, I wish. <laughs> Yeah, the government doesn't recognize me as the same. Literally meant hands. Yeah. Hand, hand, my hands are capped. Cap. Yeah. My hands are capped. I capped them. They should be longer. They got capped. my uh my my what if uh, what yeah. the, the Hulk, yeah. but the Hulk can only turn into the Hulk when he's happy. Um, so during yeah. any sort of fight, you know, if he just can't maintain his happiness, he just turns back into Bruce Banner. Um, any moment of joy in his life is ruined yeah. by uncontrollable uh, monster taking over. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know. it's good. Uh, Victor, how about you? How about yourself? What you got? I wrote like uh, twenty of them. Oh my! So he's turning over pages of paper. Yeah, you just rattle them off, man. Rattle them off. Just rattle them off. This is kind of like you know a pitch meeting. <laughs> okay, perfect. Because that's the way I approached just it. Just throw, throw um, stuff at a wall until it sticks. I got you. I did have Batman on there, and I put if his parents lived, and but they filed for Chapter Eleven later oh, on. God. It's like he has, he just has no reason to fight at all. But um, <laughs> let's see, the Hulk. I was trying to think of one. I really like yours, Frank. Um, but Spider Man, but he's got arachnophobia. Um, Daredevil, but he goes deaf from the, all the explosions and gunshots. So it's like he's just a blind deaf guy. Um, but he's also a lawyer. You can't take that away from him until they disbar him because of something things, he does. Yeah. It's a, yeah, you'd have to read the comics to see at that point. But Green Lantern, but he can only manifest lanterns. Um, Green Lanterns, that's it. Uh, <laughs> he's just not creative at and all. They, they're, they're what? He's, no, he's, he's not creative at all. Just I can't green think lantern. of things to no. create. Yeah, it's just lanterns because like I'm the Green Lantern. It has to be a lantern. Yeah, has to be lan- by lantern's light. Something, something. He forgets the. Fr- <laughs> yeah, that's all he does. Um, <laughs> oh, I put, fuck, what's, what's my saying? God damn, can't do it. <laughs> oh, I forgot the fucking saying. <laughs> lantern. He's just a prospector, basically. Um, I put Iceman um, from X Men, but he's he's got the cockiness of Val Kilmer's Iceman in Top Gun, but. <laughs> Um, he freezes things at like the normal time it would take to freeze them. <laughs> so the bad guys are gone before he freezes the room. It takes like hours. Sure. Um, so he's, he's just a compressor unit. kind of useless. <laughs> I put Beast from X-Men, but he's bound by the same rules of that Rose and Beauty and the Beast. Uh, so he'll eventually turn into a prince, which isn't that bad, but he just doesn't, he wants to be like the Beast. Um, let's uh-huh. see. Yeah. Wonder Woman, she has amnesia. She's wondering, you know, kind of sits in there or she's addicted to wonder bread. So I have Nightcrawler, but instead of teleportation, it's telephonation and he can call anyone in the nation um, at night, but it, get it has to be in the nation he's in. Right. Yeah. Otherwise he's, he's free charged nights, yeah. a lot. Yeah. Free nights and weekends at first, yeah. but there's, it's, some of these are dated. Um, mm-hmm. Aquaman, he talks to fish, but 
Um, they don't talk back. And if they did, he can't understand them. Um, and he also works for BP. So that's kind of like his, oh he's got conflict going on, you know, yeah, but he's, he's, all, he's not that conflicted. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh man, I'm so sorry I, about the, <laughs> let me talk. I'll talk to him. And yeah. he just talks to, he yeah, talks to them. Show for BP though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the, again, the fish don't listen like they're fish. Um, like, okay. I, I could keep going, but I, I won't. I, I, great. I think I think it's clear who had more time today. <laughs> well, this was right before we got on. Oh, but okay. yeah. Right. <laughs> Just scribbled down. All right. Everyone did an excellent job with your uh, examples. I've I've awarded some points. Um, My personal favorite is Green Lantern, who can only make lanterns. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> There's a uh, great Gatsby joke in there somewhere. It's a green light that he's yearning after and he sees across the bay. <laughs> it's your light, yeah. asshole. You're making the fucking light. You're making that lantern. It's you. It just keeps reaching out yeah. to it. Look at your other fucking hand. Oh, he's never on against the curse. There's actually a line going from his ring. It's like, you, your fucking ring. All right, Tom, you can do it. Since you're using a Mad Cat's controller, I like, I like the, the vibe that that's given off. Do I get points for that? Does that have a, a game shark the kid who's invited over, he gets the backup <laughs> that <was> controller, me. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> yeah, that was you, Victor. <laughs> that was literally me. That yeah. was... Uh... Uh, the game we're playing this evening is a gritty reboot of a classic game, one that hit arcades almost three decades ago. Um, you probably, maybe you've heard of, but you, you're not exactly sure what it is. It is called Bionic Commando. Oh! Ring any bells for anyone? Yeah? Yes. Yeah, you know Bionic Commando? No. Which was, uh, which iteration of it are you familiar with, Tom, or anyone else? Um, I think the it, I think the Xbox version where he had like a he's got like a metal arm and mm-hmm. he has like a grappling hook. So did you did you play that game before? No, I didn't okay. play it. All I'm right, just aware of its existence. Gotcha. So th- we're gonna watch a quick intro uh, of the NES Bionic Commando, so we can get a feel for how Bionic Commando verse uh, or, or the BCU as fans call it, how that works. It starts off with someone saying, "I'll talk about the person I met when I was young." In 1980, all these NES games, you remember them all doing that? They would say like 1980, but put an X where the zero is. They're saying, talking about mm-hmm. a Project Albatross, which was never put into practice, and it's showing a, a booklet. I guess it's opening the booklet and telling this tale. And then we're treated to some very uh, Third Reich imagery. It says, Imperial Forces mm-hmm. Generalissimo, Generalissimo Kilt has seen the plan and decided to execute the plan himself. And uh, the Federation tried to stop his attempt by sending our hero, Super Joe, but lost contact with him. One brave man, long pause between screens, was sent with a special mission to rescue Super, long pause between titles, Joe. The story begins. Wait, what? So Super Joe went. Super Joe was sent. And then another guy went. Then another guy to rescue Super Joe, which doesn't make Super Joe sound so super. You're just the other guy. Yeah. Um, and average, this is the beginning average, <laughs> average yeah. show. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they sent the best first. 
appreciate uh, World of Long Plays for uploading this. So th this is like a very NES kind of platformer game. Uh, it does have kind of a world map, which kind of a little interesting interaction, which I'm going to scroll to real fast. It looks like a Super Mario 3 world screen. But like as you go from one place to another, like there's trucks that will inter intercept you and you have to do a battle if you move around the map that you get intercepted with one of those. So it's a, it's a typical kind of side scroller platformer with a gun. The unique aspect of this is that it introduced the grappling hook that allows you to swing around, get to platforms and pull yourself up, uh, kind of creating your own pitfall vine to swing around on. Originally, it was an arcade game and uh, a Famicom version game, uh, which was called Hitler's Resurrection. <laughs> in this game, you play as, and this is the character in this game, Nathan Rad Spencer. This is his nickname, Rad. You may have noticed the names as you're scrolling through some text here. The name's bad with two D's. Uh, that's because it's it's because of censorship. They're, they're, they're squashing the truth that the government not trusting you to know that this game had originally swastikas in it. Uh, it had Hitler, who was named bad instead. It had a guy named Weitzman, who was changed to kilt. The, the, the whole, there's a whole plot for the NES game. But the main takeaway that you should know is that there's some leftover Nazis after World War II. They're called the Imperial State. The imperialists discover something called uh, a plan called albatross the there's a group called the republic which is probably the u.s they send a commando super joe to retrieve the plan he loses contact with them they decide to send another agent nathan rad spencer the, he's also known as the bionic commando to rescue joe you save joe you find the albatross is a super weapon you're going to sabotage it albatross is a flying gunship also they're going to revive hitler but weitzman is actually planning on stopping hitler's revival which is good but he wants to keep the albatross for himself which is bad you know story old as time but the last uh, paragraph here on the plot summary on wikipedia is in the ensuing battle, Rad destroyed the airborne albatross by shooting at its reactors. Hitler managed to jettison to safety and attempted to escape the base in a helicopter. Rad took his only chance by firing a bazooka shot midair at the helicopter's cockpit, blowing Hitler and his plane apart. Hitler's second death also triggered the base's self-destruction sequence. Rad narrowly escaped to re and reunited with Super Joe and his other comrade-in-arms. So honestly, sounds like a pretty good plot. But that's the plot to the NES arcade game. Real quick point of uh, confusion I had. Um, you're saying in this in that version they do say Hitler and everything, or they changed it all for yeah. Nintendo in the arcade version and the Famicom version, which um, would have been like the Famicom was the Japanese NES before they kind of like upgraded it and moved it uh, to to the West. Um, that that one was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was more Nazi focused, and I guess too because the world wasn't ready for it. World wasn't ready for Capcom of Capcom of Japan to make a, a Hitler based game. They <laughs> they changed. This predates the, uh, Wolfenstein, right? The OG Wolfenstein. Uh, it would be nineteen. Yeah, two D scroller, and Wolfenstein was one of the first FPS, right? Yeah, yeah. This and this the original arcade game I think was eighty seven. Yeah. Oh, so there's a so couple. You're right. They weren't ready for. No, they weren't ready for it. <laughs> there's a couple of versions of this out there. Like I said, there's the arcade version, the Famicom, the NES version. Um, they all kind of have the same plot. The the bad, B-A-D-D, -D, were called the Naz in some version, like Nazi with two Zs. It fared pretty well, like the, uh, the arcade version and the NES version. It was like using the grappling hook arm. It was a new kind of mechanic to introduce that was more interesting than, you know, more basic Contra games, even though they did that really well. So there was also a 1992 version of this uh, that was kind of reinterpreted for the Game Boy, which was just same plot, just more futuristic. It had sci-fi vibes instead of being in military bases. And finally, in 2008, the people got what they wanted. The people got a 
enhanced remake of the original um, for Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation. So we're looking at right now as a pretty true to form remake of this game, all updated graphics, like people talking to each other. There's some new dialogue added in as well. So they have more personality. There's a very Duke Nukem looking character. That's that's your character there, Nathan Rad Spencer. Um, but same thing, you're moving around <laughs> the world map and uh, it looks like uh, what was that? What's the name of that Xbox uh, arcade game? Shadow Complex? Was that it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks it looks like Shadow Complex. It's a, it's a 3D environment, but you're playing in a 2D space. So it's it's you got ragdoll physics. You got all that stuff. There's there's like bloom effects and, and all that stuff. It looks like it's very updated, but it has the same mechanic. Uh, so this game right here, the Enhanced Remake, got uh, like 85 to 86 on Metacritic. Did pretty well. So the studio that was involved in this successful reboot named Grin like G-R-I-N. I'm unclear whether it was because of the success of this game or it was like a package deal, but they also, they got the license rights to, with Capcom, to release a year later the game, uh, another game in this franchise, the one we're playing called, are you ready for what this game is called? It's called Bionic Commando. Yeah, it's just called Bionic Commando or Bionic Commando 2009, whatever you want. So Grin Studios release of Bionic Commando. Let's just jump in and watch. Uh, we're going to watch Tom play some gameplay as soon as you're ready, Tom. Yeah. There, I just love how like, enemies are positioned in games sometimes for like there was a couple guys but it was like a door like they came out of a door to do their guard post that day and they're watching for you know bad guys but then some people are on a ledge like i don't even know how the fuck they got to it in the first place <laughs> like and there's no railing when they yeah. fall the ragdoll physics like they just fell yeah. off the helicopter like put them there for the beginning of their shift and uh Cute. yeah can you imagine like guarding a building <laughs> and they're like hey hey so you stand on this ledge it's about like six inches across um, there's no cover, uh, no windows, and you actually have to jump from the roof to get to it. <laughs> Need a bathroom break? Just call us. We'll get you on the helicopter. And <laughs> you, well, what yeah. if someone like, starts shooting OSHA at me? involved? <laughs> you want OSHA to get involved at this Nazi base is what you're saying? <laughs> it's just bureaucrats all over. Yeah. Um, well, you think Nazis don't have OSHA? <laughs> I, I think they call it something different. Probably, yeah. There's two S's in it or something. <laughs> yeah, that sounds... Sounds more accurate. Okay, tell me what as a level that's good for you. Do, 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 do. That's fine. That's fine? Yeah. Volume. Okay, okay, I think I can volume. suffer through that. Is he is that in the game? He's saying volume? Yes. That's <laughs> why it's amazing. Look. Volume. And then and then this one is Well, this game's I, going up a few points in my listen, book. Oh, All right. listen, that immediately got points. So we're zooming into Ascension City. We're seemingly like a bomb goes off. We're descending into ascension. We're, yeah, we're descending into ascension. Actually, that's the same intro. The country faced the greatest threat it had ever known. The FSA was attacked by the Imperials, a military group of fascists who respected nothing, not even the laws of life and death. All right, so we're introduced to Nathan. He's all chained up and ready to be executed because he helped the government round he un, un, unknowingly helped the government round up other bionic people now just imagine that that nathan was voiced by nathan lane and see if it doesn't <laughs> oh, make that, the game go up that would work points. for me yeah <laughs> yeah oh that'd be so great so, so nathan here is missing his arm or spencer as they call him because it's a bionic arm and he's missing it there's a guy here who's uh letting us go oh god we're choking him What the hell do you want with me? 
probiotic terrorists detonated a weapon of mass probiotic terrorists people are dead kombucha terrorists It's a situation and then a picture of an explosion. <laughs> situation explosion. <laughs> so this fellow here is saying that like he has information on Emily, someone he cares deeply about and can give it to you if you, if you help him out, figure out what's going on with this terrorist situation. He says he doesn't have his arm, but there it is. They're lowering it into something. It's a, it's a giant arm that requires a crane. Mm. He's thinking about it and then he smirks. It's going to be lopsided. <laughs> yeah, that's got like really messy backup in your posture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You solved one problem, but created a whole host of others. <laughs> what if you had bionic, bionic commando, but posture was, or yeah, like back problems were a real thing. <laughs> exactly. Got to use your head. Yeah. All right, so we're watching yeah. some like uh, some jets fire the missiles, package delivery into apparently Ascension City. They didn't get near Ascension City. There's a reason they're not getting near, I guess. For those just listening, it's the jets from um, West Side Story. This is <laughs> yeah. set in the future because they, they, they the, uh, the missiles. In. Yeah, because they're like Spencer they call them crazy. Jumps cool. out of a missile. He's still missing his arm. He was in the missile. He was in the missile. They just launched it into a building, and he jumped out of it. And he's like, "How do you travel, the Victor? rest of me land?" No, he's living the dream. Frank. I start without my arm. You start without your arm. Oh, oh, he's oh. got a gun though. But you're armed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey yo. Yeah. I initially just shot the floor. Right. So, so you got a pistol. You got a pea shooter right now. You're running around. So we do want to see as much plot of this as possible, Tom. So you're going to see some collectibles, but don't really worry about it. Just run around and gun your way through. Got it, coach. Run and go. Oh, oh my God. God. He shot a man in the back of the head. The first thing he does is grab a collectible. I didn't know if it was a collectible. <laughs> it's a pinata. It was a floating pinata. This <laughs> belongs here. <laughs> There's a bunch of like 8-bit style collectibles around that are from the original game, I suppose. Filled with candy. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Oh, God. He shot another man in the back of the head. Did you hear the audio there? That was kind of fun. They were like, one of your uh, you know, comrades' uh, radios is malfunctioning because I killed it him. <laughs> It didn't seem to God, it's just a suggestion, this circle. <laughs> You're <reticle. laughs> To be yeah. fair, you have one arm and you can't steady the other one. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, a, it's a theoretical, right? Because it's like, it's... <laughs> anybody? Tom? No? I'm giving you Victor a point for that one. <laughs> Thank I'm you. sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you keep, keep getting your pinatas, right? Come on, get the, get the floating thing, Tom. Don't just go up oh, to it and leave it. drops through the floor. Unbelievable. That's a little tease. <laughs> it's messed up. We told him not to get collectibles, so he's not. He's gonna go out of his way not to get them now. Exactly. I hope you don't collect your arm either, Tom. <laughs> Chris, what if, what if the whole without, game uh, you never your get arm? the arm? <laughs> no, it's, it is plot centric. The arm. <laughs> uh, you sure though? Uh, I mean, he can he can try and do a no arm run, completely armless. They would call it. They say they lost contact to second squad. Oh my god, this circle is so stupid! It's a giant reticle. Yeah, I hope you fall down those stairs. Yeah, jump. I'd say that's wrong, but right now Tom's all right. 
Because <laughs> the, the arm. Because of the arm. Hey, Tom. Found the other. <laughs> we found the other <laughs> missile. A uh, bad guy was looking at it, and he just cracked his head against the Here's missile. Here's a question. Here's Why not arm. attach it before we left? Yes. So the mm. arm seemingly like was, is so big that he couldn't bring it with him. They had to send it in a separate missile. But it's it's just it's slightly bigger than a normal arm, you know? So it's you've like attached a... it to your sternum, and you just pass Why out. Why it hurt? Because it's, well, it's shocking. Now you're having, like a, like a... you're having a dream sequence now. Good God. It really hurt. I you're guess. an Assassin's Creed now. Emily? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, there's Emily. Oh, God. Emily. You grab her and she oh. ran away. And you're leaning over top of someone with, okay, with a guy behind you. And you're just pounding. You're punching with the Yeah, the you're punching with arm. your regular fist, not your super fist. Seems like you could, you could kill him a lot faster with your super bionic arm. Can I call something right now? Where's the fun in that? Yeah. What's up? That guy with the tie. Yeah. He's your father. He's what? Tie guy? He's a baddie. Oh, the guy who released you from prison? Yeah. Okay. Of course, of course he is. <laughs> of okay. course he is. <laughs> All right, so you're you're now learning how to use your arm in a. Let's be honest, it's like a Matrix-like uh, tutorial area. Um, it is not attached to reality. You're just in a space that is perfectly designed to teach you how to use things. In this case, it's Whee! swinging around using your arm. Ah! Also, your character model changed. It now reflects how you look in Bionic uh, ah! Commando Rearmed. Um, which is to say you have short red hair instead of the dreads that your character in this game has. Oh, really? All it's teaching you to do is swing back and forth. <laughs> you got ahead of yourself. Oh. One. One. <laughs> yep. Two. Two. stupid. <laughs> yep. Oh, Three. There you go. Now the waypoint's open. Oh, my God. You're going to miss. <laughs> Alright, so we're learning the moves about swinging around with our bionic arm in case it wasn't clear. It's a grappling hook. You just you just kind of shoot it out, it grabs onto poles, and um, it'll, uh, yeah, you can swing back and forth and you release at the right time to, to swing further. You can reel it in and out. You jumped at the wrong one, Tom. <laughs> Does it have other applications? Because, like, no. so far a grappling hook arm seems like a pretty shitty, like, thing to have. Listen, you could have, you could only well, select one thing. Well, it's only because you're doing it so poorly, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it takes it's a little while really to get vision. the hang of it. What real-life, like, rooms require having a grappling you've, hook you've so never often. been like in a building that's like Brian, damn i wish i had a grappling hook right now <laughs> i can really traverse this environment better by literally never what well, am i supposed to be connecting to you just jump it's like an emotional connection tom you're trying to get at the heart of why you're doing these things so attach to the targets you attach to it and then press a and you kick them so you, you can attach to things and like zip towards them and kick them in the face that's cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, I guess. So well, I mean, like, it doesn't it beg the idea that, like, your mass should be lesser than their mass for us to be pulled to them. And due to the fact that the arm had to be shipped in a separate missile from us, we probably weigh, like, a metric ton. So every time we would grapple to a person, we'd be pulling them to us, right? That is absolutely not the first thing I thought of, but great job, Tom. I'm give, I'll give you a point. <laughs> I don't know. What did you say, Tom? He's saying if the arm is so heavy, like you're so much heavier than the thing you're attaching to, like a person, then physically that doesn't make any sense. That you would attach to them with a portion of the arm, which is heavy, 
but then you would like be able to pull yourself towards them when you do that pulling action like the reeling in you would just bring them to you you wouldn't bring yeah. yourself to them you would well, you should sure. only be pulled to something with a greater mass than yourself right. yeah. i just didn't know we were applying real physics to this game that's first of all this is bionic commando <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't that's... question bionic commando so pick oh one of the tutorials you want to do yeah so they're showing you death from above which is jumping from a high ledge and oh tapping. shit but i need to avoid that thing Oh my god, you can grab it, Tom. Just trying to I'll avoid the uh, collectible because we told him not to. Why, 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 why? He did it. Wow, he did it. He hit all of them while avoiding the collectible. That seemed undodgeable. Now it's teaching you to punch up, which is uh, pressing Y <laughs> to do like an uppercut, and then you jump okay. in the air, and then you okay. punch. So Y, A, B. Okay. Three okay. buttons can you do it. Y, A, B. Y, y A, B. B. Boom, He's asking you, himself, you Y, I, B. <laughs> why I be so the way I target be? Why do a. I be? So this As one is do. teaching you kiting, which is attaching to an object, throwing it into the air, and then kind of whipping it down. All right, so we're back to the real world where some people are investigating the fact that one of their comrades' face is bashed in, and uh, they're saying someone's down. There's hostiles in the perimeter. Oh, and you've attached your bionic wall to him. <laughs> you pull him towards you, and then you punch him, which, by the way, is not a move that you can do. That's not something you just learned to do. Uh -huh. but, but you're back up, you're awake, and you've got your bionic arm. So let's go uh, Let's go exploring. Here is Ascension City. We're looking out oh. like, over the landscape, and it's a pretty big-looking world out there. So, yeah, just go ahead and hop out there. How about the how about the let's lance? Just jump? Just jump. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're jump. up like 40 floors, but just jump. What's the worst that's gonna grab onto something if you want to. But you don't I'm have Spider -Man. to. I'm Spider-Man! Hit Y. There you go, oh. you did it! Oh, you, oh, there you go. So now he's swinging around on billboards and stuff. So it's basically Spider-Man, just only one web shooter and not as so nearly far, it's as cool. So far, worse Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah, it's way worse. Funny you Chris, should ask. This, the reason is that this I did worse it Spider -Man? is because it is worse Spider-Man, but the main thing that makes him worse, when I think about Spider-Man, I think about what, what makes him like interesting. I just watched... Uh, Captain America Civil War, which introduced Spider-Man into the MCU. And he's got the witty banter. This, Nathan Spencer, is one of the most unlikable characters that I've ever seen in a video game. He does give you some banter, but it, it you hate him all the way through. So that is why I, I picked that game. Uh, just subways and streets collapsed. There's fires burning. Trash can fires. It's just post-apocalyptic. He's attaching, to, uh, attaching his arm to light posts to swing around. Sometimes. <laughs> Fredo's pointing out that fun fact this guy appeared in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. That is one of my fun facts, Fredo. I'll give you a point. Not that you can win the prize. But yeah, Spencer, Nathan Spencer, or Space and whatever the hell. Nathan's uh, Rad Spencer is a playable character in Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. The character model matches the one that looks uh, in this game. Yeah. I think I own that game. You own a lot of games remember. that you've never played. And, uh, right? so no, I, I okay. Why don't you listen, use your, I you're shooting it. him with the pea shooter. Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah, attach to him, and then there you go, and then do the kick thing. Oh, no, I, I, I did. I did protest it Ow. after they released uh, <laughs> the game of the year edition or whatever. Tom and then died on the play first with the original version. Yeah. I just I have a vendetta against Capcom fighting games because they always just release another version of that same game, but they're not compatible with the other version of the game. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like I can't support that. Are you telling me 
that you protested that game, but you went back to the same Burger King that had poop on the floor. And actually, yeah, uh, Fredo's in chat. He was there with me. Uh, That's Deacon, what you're saying. Deacon, you know, and you it wasn't. It wasn't the same after the poop because you can't top the poop. Yeah. Like uh-huh. once it ha- it's like it's kind of untoppable, unfortunately. But so you're telling me you go to restaurants for the sake of like what crazy thing is going to happen though, not for the food. <laughs> Well, I think ambiance is a is a very important factor in your dining establishments. <laughs> okay. Some it places is. you're not paying for the food, you're paying for the ambiance. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're paying for the experience, right? Yeah, and then Burger King can be one of those places. To be fair, you're barely and, paying and, at all at okay. Burger King. <laughs> okay, really quick, at that same Burger King, uh-huh. yeah. uh, Alfredo and I were, you know, eating our, you know, disgusting meals, mm-hmm. and uh, a guy was yelling at the counter, and he said, "Every day I come in here." And every day you mess up my order. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, that guy's every on a whole day other he comes level. In there, <laughs> yeah. And he keeps coming back. And every day they mess up his order. Okay. Uh, Tom, like it's grab AA to do the kick. There wait, you wait, go. Wait. There it is. I'm sorry. There's you a joke. Grapple the guy and jumped him. Jumped you him. grab AA to do A-A. the kick. <laughs> AA, grab AA to kick the habit. Come on. What are we. Th- Sorry, no one oh, else I get has it. No, no, that's good. That's oh, good. Yeah. That's a point. Right. It's yeah, gonna be a get point on somewhere. With AA to kick the habit. I know Tom's concentrating, but I am um, taking it personally that he's not laughing at anything that I say. I'm sorry. <laughs> he no, literally Tom. can't do two things at once. Tom has explained this time and time again. I know, but I'm telling you, Tom, and you, you're not paying attention, but I am taking it personally and making note. <laughs> this destroyed barren wasteland of mm-hmm. a city is kind of like what me and Tom's friendship has become when you think about it. So yeah. quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just swinging just his way through. Just because of the jokes? You don't, you don't laugh at a couple yeah. jokes, and that's where you're at. No. Right? It's true. Okay, Tom Take my is, peas! Tom is a few, maybe a hundred feet away, and just trying his best to shoot him with his little pistol. Grapple him, Tom. Just get closer and punch him in the face with your giant mechanical arm. Yeah. Have one of those. <laughs> if only you had a giant mechanical arm that weighed several tons. Yeah. Oh, God. To you. Whoa. Yeah, he kicked him and uh, flew uh, across the map. As if he did weigh just, you know, 100 pounds or so. Yeah. I, don't I can just so. drag him. <laughs> just drag his corpse. Bro. <laughs> He's just KO'd. He's just KO'd. Oh, don't take him down to the to the sewer. Oh. <laughs> Oh, this is weird. Now oh, it's, it's weird. Dark. It was fun when you were just beating guys up, but why are you dragging his corpse around, Tom? <laughs> yeah, Tom is in the shadows, dragging around either a dead man or an unconscious man. <laughs> he's we're taking not him sure. to the blue no, area, which is I, the radiation. I'm making it look like an accident. Tom has refused to punch anyone. He's so far he's just shot people and and uh, grappled, kicked them. There it oh, is. He used the punch arm somebody. and punched him. Completed a oh. challenge hand to hand. Now you can hack that that relay there. So the relays create a network that's making it impossible for things to come through the barrier. I'm unclear why they were able to shoot those missiles through there. Uh, but there's also the city is filled with mines. Not mines, mines, as in um, you know, boom. Okay. Do you read me? Oh, why is it all blue? Blue is radiation. The city's oh, well, this isn't good for me. Ooh, tasty. Uh, you would think maybe with a bionic stuff. Remember He's telling you now. Yeah, for some reason, your bionics are extremely sensitive to radiation. Not your human skin. Yeah. No, the, radi- oh. the human skin's like not to mention us. But the bionics. <laughs> That's what yeah. matters here. Oh, come on, guys. Who's the voice of the guy on the radio? <laughs> Tom got uh, smacked pretty good by those... Uh, 
uh, those electric batons they use. I hear you. You're also bionics are super susceptible to electric batons. Why is everyone so prepared to fight me? Remember that you're he has a three-ton arm. So, Tom, don't, don't be afraid to just shoot them. Honestly, the combat in this game, it is hard to get close enough to, to punch them. Like, when you, when you punch, it feels like you should lunge forward and punch, right? But it doesn't. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't do that. I, mit, I whiffed a few times. Yeah, you get close enough to feel like you're going to hit them, and you don't. So, your normal running in this game, you do run at a squat. Yeah, I think it's like predetermined areas that you that you crouch down in. Yeah, see there it is. Probably because he's there's he's nothing so heavy. So yeah, you just found out the the organization BioRain is behind all this. You didn't know who was responsible for this before. Like you know, in some games, like the the computer like was pretty oblivious to you at all times. And they got that. These guys are there. like these guys see like a like a tiny glint, and they're like headshot. <laughs> <laughs> do what you were born then made to do, Tom. <laughs> Thanks, that, on. that was just the inspiration I needed. <laughs> there it is. You've awoken my latent ability. All right, flying, kicking people all over the place now. You guys weren't ready for it, but when Victor said that, I had a flashback to our friendship. That's right. Post well, what, what me not listening to yeah. him. Now. <laughs> now I've remembered. So the he, bond we had and that if i only listened to victor so when you came to this okay. area he, he did the voice voice command uh, voice over trigger he, there was the the voice interaction there about like it's bio rain and the reason that you know that is because the area that you got to had a bunch of banners set up that said bio rain so oh. these terrorists <laughs> brought brought what to the, the area they brought to the area called that, brand um, awareness yeah yeah, that, yeah. That, that people need to understand our brand you okay, so we've shit? entered an area with a bunch of like what weather balloons? They're just kind of floating in the sky, like way too dangerous. Oh, people being honest, knew that only There's we like were coming. Hundreds of them, just all over the place. They're so prepared for just me. Yeah, like I'm not sure what their purpose are. Aircraft, maybe helicopters, maybe, but that's it. They're like floating in the sky, and. Not what they, that what they not look aircraft, at aircraft to be helicopters. Yeah, when you see them, you're like, well, that'd be a great place to grapple onto. But they're like, they're they're buzzing with yeah. electricity right now, so they're armed. Yeah. So don't do that, Tom. So right now you've got to go around once. them and you've got to disable them, and then they're going to be just, oh my god, you could not construct a better thing for you to grapple onto. <laughs> so he's uh, Joe has just told you that Secretary Secretary of State, I guess Armstrong. S Secretary Stretch Armstrong. Yeah, oh, Secretary Stretch way. Armstrong. He's a. Uh, He's going to contact you, and he's like, please be cordial. Okay, that's a, you got a stick grenade, so that's an alternate weapon you have there, by the way. If anything came down, we would know about it, right? Wow. Also hit yourself. So you just murdered three people and said, I'll send you the bill later. Oh, my God. Which I'm not sure what that. I think he's referring to his own medical bill. Or the funeral bill. Whatever. Like attached to the subway car and pull it down. Honestly, I'm not exactly sure why you would do it, but it's a thing. Just letting you know. Oh, it's oh, a bunch of guys. Just smush dudes. Oh. Ow. And, and when you did it, people? I don't know if you heard. When you did it, uh, Nathan Rad Spencer howled in excitement. He goes, "Ow!" Whoa. Uh, that's what he does. He's a lone wolf. He just likes killing people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nothing this guy loves he's a more than killing people. <laughs> He just murdered poor Batman and Michael Caine or <laughs> Alfred who were taking Using the subway. Because the they don't have a Batmobile. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, Master Wayne. We'll be out of here soon. And then... And then Rad Spencer shows what's up. What's that noise? Yeah. <laughs> 
Is that? Can you drop that one? I'm no. not sure. Oh, he's fallen into the radiation. I was looking again. up too much. Yeah. Great job, Spencer. You just fell in radiation. <laughs> yeah, what can I kite like they were saying? It seems like you have not unlocked fun. the kite ability yet or job, the death Spencer. from above ability. Uh, it gave you a tutorial it. to learn these abilities, but it has not given them to you yet, which is, oh, I've been, which is a move. Do you realize I died legitimately because I was trying to do moves to people? <laughs> <laughs> trying to put the moves on people, but it didn't work. Way to go, Spencer. Getting ahead of yourself again. No. <laughs> Happy birthday, Spence. Hope it was a good one. Oh my god, you guys are eagle-eyed. Shot him in the foot to death. Nice work, Spencer. <laughs> See my podiatrist. <laughs> what? Are you referring me or a podiatrist? He's a good guy. Thorough. <laughs> Spencer. Arch support's not all that it's cracked up to be. Oh, here's your explanation. Parts usually take some time to synchronize with the bearer. Your point being, <laughs> my point being, he's so angry. To jump straight back yeah. into the old days. Certain moves and techniques will come back. Just like your arm. To, to remember how to do death from above, it's gonna take time. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. Like, how is that an explanation? <laughs> All right, let's talk about the voiceovers to mention in this game. The two main leads in this game are pretty distinctive. Our, our lovely hero, Major Nathan Rad Spencer, is voiced by Mike Patton. Does anyone know who that is? Is he the guy who did the voice of Falco in Star Fox? Yes, he is <laughs> not Star the Fox? voice of Falco Darn. in Star Fox. Well, his distinctive voice and lead vocals in the band Faith No More. Uh, he's got a big personality, eccentric. You guys know the band Faith No More? Yeah. Epic. Nope. No? The song Epic oh, by Faith No More. Yeah. Very popular like, song from the 90s. You're like, wait, is this Magic Pumpkins? But it's not Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. They're one of those bands that's... um. He's like he's extremely eccentric, very into like the most cutting edge of rock. He's one of those like he's cited by a lot of bands and musicians as being inspirational, but like they themselves not that not that popular as far as like bands go. But um, you know, mm. a band's band that that kind of guy. Um, some other yeah. Fun someone facts. told me to listen to him because uh, like oh. Like System of Down? It's like, oh, try Faith No More. You'll probably like them. And I was yeah. like, eh, they're okay. For like Music Files, he's like one of those bands, like like a lot of Radiohead is like, oh, they're the greatest band that ever exists. Like people are super into him in that way, you know? So mm. um, some fun facts about him. He's friends with Danny DeVito. He's uh, he's addicted to coffee. And at a 2009 show, when a shoe was throw on st thrown on stage, he ate the shoelace and then loudly regurgitated it and threw it back into the audience. So interesting fellow, this this uh, Mike Patton guy. Um, he has done a few voices for video games, including voice. Uh, he probably provided the voice of the main character in the game The Darkness. If you remember that uh, 2007 yeah. PS3 Xbox game. Yeah, he's the main main uh, voice actor. Also in the a game. band. The Darkness, also a band. Yeah, <laughs> um, a band's band. <laughs> he uh, he also voiced the Anger Sphere in the original Portal games. Uh, other voice actors, our, our boy Steve Blum is back. He voiced Tep in Marlo Briggs, the, the Floating Skull. Um, we all remember him, uh, at least, well, not Victor. Of course. I remember him. You never but, forget. Yeah. No, he's a great voice actor. He's, he's done an extreme amount of voiceover work. Uh, he plays a Super Joe, so the the voice that you're hearing in your ear, as well as some other like background voices of characters like helicopter pilots. Let's see uh, other voiceover work. We haven't met her yet, but there's a character named Mag who has uh, a role in a previous game we've oh done. My God, you're 
she no, went right no, into the no. pit. <laughs> she really <laughs> saved herself, though. Uh, Mag in this game is voiced by Gabrielle Cartiris. Um, she did a voice in Minority Report. Everybody runs. Some other voiceovers. Mm-hmm. We got, uh, there's a guy named Groder we'll, we'll meet later. He is the German. Uh, he does a variety mm-hmm. of roles, including voices in Two Human, Final Fantasy 13, Nick Fury, and Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Um, and one more who plays the sniper character we'll see later in this game, Robin Atkin Downs. He's one of those that uh, just has like 600 voice credits. And I think that was a low estimate in video games. He's, he was the super mutants in Fallout 3. Uh, he was the president in Saints Row 4. Did the Riddler and Batman Telltale games. Um, just uh, got tons of those voice talent or voice cast roles in video games. So you go into the pod drop. Okay, so you had a missile sent into you. Super Joe told us that he sent you a special gun. So the challenge system in this game is a little bit unique, and I want to take a look at it real quick. So if you go to weapon usage, click that. So you can see the active challenges you have right now. So it wants you to do a drive-by, which is killing three grunts, which is kind of offensive that you've labeled all these soldiers who are willing to die for their mission grunts. But um, if you kill them with a shotgun while swinging, you complete the challenge. And when you do that, it'll give you some rewards, a new challenge and an actual ability. So the way that it implements challenges in this game is if you do the challenges that it's presenting you, it does give you powers that make you slightly stronger. So if you get the achievement for getting all headshots, it's like your pistol will do more damage now. So it's a little bit interesting in its reward system. It it presents you these things um, and it is a way to power up your character. That's cool. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that is really loud music all of a sudden. I was really Epic excited music. about uh, you what shooting those that? guys in the head. I don't know what's happening. Oh, I, the blue marker? I think you're in the blue marker. No, I'm, I uh, can't move. Oh, that's a problem. I, I'd uh, escape or press shift tab to change the steam menu. Use your bionic arm to get you out of a scrape, Spence. <laughs> it's funny that the mission it just gave you is keep moving. <laughs> Don't stop. I literally stop cannot anything. move. <laughs> I unplugged and plugged the controller back in. There you go. Way I, to use your head Spence. and your arm. <laughs> your bionic arm. Your, the left one. The one that we improved. Because of um, the, the fact that, that you didn't. To you. You, your arm. Oh you just threw a grenade at him. All right. He threw a grenade yeah. at a single man. That yeah. seems like it was personal. There we go. All right. Now I'm going to move into the, uh, you know, the, the notes section of this. So if you talk, I swear to God, <laughs> no, you can, you can, you can talk. Talk but, more. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Talk more. Yeah. By the way, Spence, I'm going to need your help moving. I didn't know how to bring it up to you, but um, uh, if you've got the pickup truck still, that would listen. Don't you don't have to answer now. And I'm sorry, this is a long message. It but, is um, on the third story. We're yeah. going to need you to be in the balcony and use your bionic arm to pull it from the back of the truck up there. It's just faster that way. But do not destroy the cushions. All right, you've just got the uh, death from above ability. It's finally unlocked. It for you, even though you remembered it in a tutorial, you've now remembered it in the game. <laughs> Just like real life. And guess what? It set up a perfect area for you to, for you to fall on a bunch of guys and kill them with death. Don't from above. shoot them, Tom. Don't you dare. Don't shoot them. Just shoot them. You gotta em, Tom. fall in the right area, Tom. You gotta fall into that pipe. Don't goof this up, Tom. Don't you dare. What are you doing, Tom? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> oh my God, Tom. You're just doing these things in spite of us. <laughs> Yes, oh, he you're is. actually supposed even... to break that open. You're not even falling on guys. There you go. There we go. You do a giant fist punch as you're falling. Wait, Chris, did you play the game? 
<laughs> yeah, I played the game. I just forgot okay. that. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we met Secretary Armstrong, which feels a little bit on the nose. Armstrong. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's a popular. It's a name. bit of a stretch. <laughs> it's but... all about everyone's arms and their power that they have in their arms. <laughs> That's right. Here's the report: uh, the city is in ruins. Everybody's dead. Sorry, I'm trying to think. What you were looking for? Oh wow! Got some voice lines here. Uh, Why is it with sass? Weapons? Yeah, everyone's dead. Is that what you're looking for? Even the guy though was like, "You report to me." It's like, we're, we're, "Hey, listen, what about building rapport?" Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm angry. I want to know about Emily. <laughs> you live in prison, Simba. Tom. Didn't you hear the everything the radiation the game? touches is yours, <laughs> <laughs> Dad? That's well, not worth anything. <laughs> <laughs> What about that shadowy place, which is like everywhere? Um, <laughs> That's the area the developers oh. didn't make. <laughs> Don't ah! go there. <laughs> oh, okay. my God. They're too good for me now. Run. <laughs> <laughs> Bionic Commando was just running away from the enemy. All right. They so, learned how to fight me. All right. I'm going to go moving. through some notes here. So to summarize the plot as we've seen it so hey, far. Victor. <laughs> <laughs> to summarize the plot as we've seen it so far, uh, Nathan Spencer, he's in prison. He's being ready for execution. Seems like there's a political social change on the horizon on the view of a bionics, people who have, you know, mechanical arms and stuff, which is rude, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, why, there's people with bionic arms right now, you know? <laughs> Those make like them super powerful. bionic powered. abilities that the public was like... I don't know. And I'm not sure what happened that, that turned the, the public opinion, but, you know, tale as old as time. Like mutants, they've been rounded up and are all being purged. Uh, you're told right. through a conversation that the specific reasoning you're in jail is because you found out that you were being used to, like, find more bionic people, that you were rounding them up and they were being killed. So you, you, the group that you found with your, your gal, your partner, not your gal, your, your partner, Meg, Mag, sorry, Mag, uh, you let them go when you found that out, or as it, the government would call Completely it, platonic. The, as the government would call it, treason. Well, right oh. before you were executed, uh, you were recruited by Super Joe, who's in better with the government, apparently. Uh, you're so angry that you don't want to help him, but he says he has info on Emily, who's been missing for a very long time, like 10 years or something, before you got the bionic arm. But uh, she's the love of your life or something. So they're sending you into Ascension City where what? a bomb went off and terrorists are doing something nefarious? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, terrorists for, are bad. And terrorists are bad. You know that. So for those listening, not seeing the mechanics of the game, it's a, it's not like the side-scrolling originals. It's a fully realized 3D game. It's a third-person platformer. You know, c- camera controls on the right stick, typical third-person gunner, a lot of platforming. You've got an attractable claw arm, which functions as, I mean, let's be blunt about it, in, in portions of the game, it's like web-slinging. Um, but you're running mm-hmm. around the levels, taking out baddies. Portions? Uh, yeah, a lot of the game. Uh, you're taking out baddies, God of War kind of fashion. Like you're you're dropping into big group of terrorists and you're just punching them and, and stuff, starting fights. You, you slowly get more abilities as you go along, like to drop in on big heights, like Tom just got and slamming on the ground or doing like a shockwave. Or later on, you get abilities to pick up dudes with your claw and throw them at other dudes. Or picking up rocks and throwing them later on. Um, you get a variety of weapons sent in on airdrops whenever needed. Like you're fighting a helicopter. Well, Super Goat Joe's got your back. He's going to send in a rocket launcher. Um, you, you need something hey. a little bigger. Here's a grenade launcher. And these these function as like arcade power ups. You get the ammo that's how you find with him. And then the gun is gone. Uh, mostly you've got your pea shooter. He shoots a man in the head and he says, nailed you. Oh, yeah. Wait. Oh, man. 
Rough. It was Reagan. I think this is supposed to be like more yeah, 2000s current time of the game coming out. Clinton sends his regards. <laughs> it was Hillary Clinton. It was 2009, so Obama sends his regards. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> That's what the guard says when he's out. <laughs> you know, Chris, you said tale as old time as time, and then like he the mentioned beast. mutants. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Remember oh, my beast no. character? Mm-hmm. Does he, do you think, and I want you to be honest, this is off the record. Yeah. Um, We're do you think there's potential right now, yeah. there? For, right, no, but this is off the... For the Beast in is, The Beauty and the Beast being uh, X-Men? Is that what you're asking? No, I'm saying that the the, the Beast the in X-Men... X-Men and then, was, uh-huh. Yeah, and he, but he has to... Like a witch kind of came to his little lab and was like, oh, could you give me shelter? And he was like, well, madam, I don't know. And she misunderstood him or something, but she cursed him and said, once this rose wilts, mm-hmm. then you're going to turn into like normal Hank McCoy. Right. So just kind of like, what, yeah. what is, what is the MacGuffin there though? Does he have to find true love? Is that what it is? I want to say no. I okay. want to say like, he's kind of like, he's the main character, but his sort, his story is sort of like a side story okay. where he's just dealing with this on his own. Okay. Cause he's like, Oh, I didn't believe in curses, but I am a mutant. So it's weird. I didn't think there could be something more to this world sure you know what i mean is that why he's being punished with the curse also is because he didn't believe in true love or believe in this other thing yeah because he's like a man of science (laughs) in a way and like but too much too much so he doesn't make room for the the spiritual you got a story there honestly yeah you got a story yeah yeah right now and victor why do you feel like you have to persecute uh romanian people (laughs) romanian people yeah no like the remaining people in the country or the room that I'm in or like Romanian people like the lettuce. I don't think anyone's ever called the people that the room they're in Romanian. Yeah. Well, you've never been depending on the room. Yeah, exactly. That's true. I just assumed (laughs) it's the context is important, especially in this day and age. Yeah, it right. makes you look like a fucking idiot is what it yeah. takes. <laughs> it's just embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Uh, yeah. Hey, Tom, real quick. You, you're facing off a new kind of enemy. It's a, it's a yeah, guy no, with I a giant shield. No, you don't, Tom. What you have to do is you have to <laughs> use your fucking arm. Use your arm and grapple onto it and then kick it. It does like a third of their health in one kick. <laughs> not not no. their shield, though. They're back. <laughs> no, you got to shoot him in the back. Who cursed him? Who cursed the beast? Oh, 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 they're like him? a Romanian witch. Okay. I uh, yeah, I mean, what does it matter? She's <laughs> dealing with black magic and witchcraft. I don't care if she's from Chicago. Like I don't. Oh, who, now, who, there, now we have a story. He gets cursed oh, by a lady from Chicago. From Chicago, <laughs> a Bears fan. Yeah, I don't know. Is. Nice job. She's, Tom. Wearing a, she's wearing a Bears jersey. <laughs> she's looking for a deep dish pizza, and Hank McCoy's like, "I don't understand." And she's like, "Ah, oh, I've cursed you." And just like, what? He gives her the wrong kind of pizza. <laughs> and she she seals the curse by crushing a beer can on her head. <laughs> Good job, Tom. <laughs> I think we did it, guys. I think we solved think all the problematic yeah. parts of Beauty and the Beast, and we made it better. All right, so the Tom Twitters. is dodging, dodging sniper bullets. There's a, there's a sniper trying to get him, but he's too sly, that Tom. Oh, to be fair, Spider-Man. the sniper is just running after him, and he should just shoot him. Jesus, the sniper's got one of the brightest laser beams I've ever seen in my life. It's the classic yeah. video game. Uh... 
gave a good scream when he died. I'll give that to him. He did. That was a really good one. Any bullets left because I wasted them all on that stupid robot. <laughs> oh, you literally have zero bullets. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh no, Tom. You have fallen in water. No. Here's a fun swim. fact about Bionic Commando: you can't swim. You're just too heavy. <laughs> too heavy, man. Yes, is it the arm? Stupid. Probably the arm. Is it all not right. buoyant? This arm is more trouble than it's worth. Tom's gonna deal with. Some, but you know what uh, I do have? Yeah. A grappling hook. <laughs> nah, there was nothing to grapple onto though. It didn't turn blue. You're dead, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You can't um, hold your breath that long. No, you can't hold your breath for eight seconds. Come on, let's be realistic. So the developer of this game we mentioned is Grin. Uh, it's just called Grin. Yeah, the publisher is Grin, Grin uh, who also made Bionic Commando. Uh, it was pretty well received, like I mentioned. That was the enhanced remake of the original arcade game. So Capcom is the license holder for uh, Bionic Commando, the major original arcade and NES game. Grin is contracted to make uh, create this game. They're two brothers in Sweden, founded in 1997. That's Grin. Uh, they get critical acclaim for a game called Bandits Phoenix Rising. That's what the Wikipedia says, but also like the reviews for that game were like in the 70s, so I don't know. It's a Mad Max style racing game. They work with, uh, later work with Ubisoft to make Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter and later Warfighter 2. They get the job to do Bionic Commando Rearmed in this game. They later go on to make the game Wanted, Weapons of Fate, which, uh, yeah, it's it's based on the movie. Oh, uh, yeah. It's based on the movie Wanted. It's plot the takes Angelina place. Angelina Jolie? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the plot takes place Morgan five hours after the movie. So nice. you continue on as so is Wesley. Morgan Freeman in the game? Uh, no. He wouldn't be. What yeah. problems yes. does he immediately Spoiler. run into? Alert. You know what's funny about that? Uh, the Wanted game? I remember uh, yeah. watching uh, gameplay for that yeah. and like reading reviews about it. And I was I was kind of excited to get it. And uh, I think there was like some costumes you can get that looked like kind of decent, I think, at the time. Okay. Like in the store? <laughs> no, like in, in game costumes. That oh, okay. You, I think, I don't know if there was DLC that you, you paid or unlocked it or something. I don't know. Well, let's just That's say the... Wanted. Weapons of Fate may be on GGN's playlist in the future. Okay. But uh, I, I read through the plot, and I can only describe it as ruining or completely defacing the movie's plot. Not that I feel like the plot is like a work of art or anything. I'm not like, like wanted man. The groundbreaking stuff. The plot really made you think. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen it. Honestly, I can't say either way. But like, Yeah, the scene with the guy in the meat log going... Pussy, 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 pussy. And, you know, the meats. You know, I and the, don't the, even the, remember the... that scene. Yeah. Yeah. That's a different you know, movie. It's very <laughs> memorable. Comic book is awesome, though. Oh, is it? Okay. So well, there's it, some stuff it, from the comic book that made it into the game that's not in the movie. So I guess if you're a fan of the comics, maybe there's something in there for you. But In the comics, instead of them being assassins, it's all supervillains. Okay. Like and like comic style supervillains. Like some of them are like like have actual powers and stuff. Like okay. really cool. Like and that's the premise. Is it's like he's part of a super villain league, and oh, okay. it's it's a, it's a much more entertaining premise. All right. So what if the pitch but is, is nobody Angelina wants Jolie in it? Right. <laughs> Wait, we say what? He's not wanted. He's not one. Unwanted. He's just not, yeah. He's unwanted. <laughs> gotcha. Nobody wants him around. Oh, I like it. But he wants to be. Wanted. wants to be wanted yeah imagine being like that guys just go with me for a minute imagine mm -hmm. like nobody wants you around like how that must feel yeah who, like, how would that feel who can imagine i, I don't know i, uh, could, I don't know i can't i can't imagine as we're all obviously no one in this chat with uh, exactly. three, three viewers in our twitch chat it's right me. now who, who can see yeah it's all anyway, going on from uh, wanted weapons <laughs> of fate 
the next game that they made was Terminator Salvation. Hmm. Uh, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so that was a solid 40s and 50s across the board on their ratings. So a dud, 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 dud. Am I dud, right, dud. guys? Oof. Okay. Uh, they started working with Square Enix to create a mm. Final mm. Fantasy spinoff. Their game kind of had a Nordic art style. Unclear exactly what the gameplay was like. It was a role-playing game, similar to like Skyrim, perhaps, is what people have said. It was called Fortress. And this was going to have like recurring Final Fantasy things like chocobos and, you know, uh, things that are in Final Fantasy games. So Someone from Square Enix saw a boss fight that's in this game, actually, Bionic Commando, and was like, all right, yeah, no, you can make this game licensed with Final Fantasy. So they built up this whole world with uh, demos and video reels of gameplay. Square Enix was going to pay them $16.5 million for production in, in wow. waves, according uh, to like milestones as they met them. Uh, and then Square didn't make the first payment, and Grin felt like like they had good faith in the company, though, because because they were so enthusiastic about their work. But then reviews from Terminator and Wanted came out, and Square mm. Enix still didn't pay. And Square Enix started demanding like excessive things, like all the code from the game and music files and the engine source code. And oh, Grin oh. felt like this was unusual and completely un, uh, unprecedented and unfair. Uh, Square said they didn't like the Nordic style, so Grin tried to change it uh, really quickly. And it, it was such a well-guarded secret that many of the employees didn't even know they were working on a Final Fantasy game. Uh, hey, it sounds like Square Enix was being super shady, though. Yes, it does. Yeah, uh, they were they were still told Square didn't like the what? look of it, even after changing that. So Grin sent them over. <laughs> let me be clear about this. Grin developer sent them over a image from Final Fantasy XII, like straight from uh, Square's old game, and were like, "This is an example of what we're coming up with." And they were told it doesn't look like a Final Fantasy game. <laughs> oh boy. So clearly, Grin was fucked. <laughs> mm. Um. Yeah, so they'd been closing their... I mean, it's normal for game developers to, like, close studios, like, as they're developing on games, but they were, like, closing down studios and, and working on this game only. Like, this is their last hope for this game. And the payments just weren't coming, and finally they were told there aren't any payments coming. They were they were going to sue for, like, six months of... They were six months into the project, and they hadn't been paid a single thing, and they were going to sue them, but like, they legitimately didn't have any money left. So, I mean, Square Square said in the press that that, that, that development wasn't met in a set Factory way, Grin said that they were never paid for any of the work done on the game. There were leaks of the game that came out, and Square acknowledged eventually that it, the game existed, but there were no plans ever for its existence or for it to be released. So that's the saga of Fortress and how Grin ended. Um, they they put out two bad games, and um, they were working on Fortress, and it seems like, uh, and for all purposes, that uh, that that Square kind of screwed them over. That they weren't. I th it seemed like, in my reading of it, it seemed like there was one executive with Square that was overly enthusiastic about Grin, gave them permission, and gave them all these assurances. And then, like when it came to actually approving milestones, uh, it didn't happen. So yeah, that that sucks. All right. So uh, some people went on to form Might and Delight, which makes small downloadable experiences, most notably uh, Shelter, which is a fairly well-received game on Steam. Engineers uh, from the Grin team created a middleware program called BitSquid, which is bought by Autodesk, which must have been a good payout. So congratulations to them. Bertel Horberg worked on a game called Gunman Clive, which you can find a lot of places, uh, 3DS and Steam. Uh, but most notably, the Swedish brothers and one of their friends went on to form Overkill Software. Any guesses on what they're most notable for since I've been talking for a while? Overkill. Ring any bells. Isn't Overkill a game? Overkill might be a game, but Overkill is a developer also that makes a game not called Overkill. Spider-Man. <laughs> nope. Overkill is notable for its 2011 release, 
Payday, the heist. Uh, so yeah, Payday, extremely popular. Normally we do a section where we talk about similar games. I'll be honest, I'm kind of overwhelmed with how many games are, are like this. It feels like the typical 360 arcade action kind of adventure game. It reminded me the most of Prototype, if you guys played that. Prototype or Infamous, maybe one of the Spider-Man games because they're slinging around, so. So real quick, just in case we didn't catch how the radiation works in this game, the radiation is very clearly to set up barriers for the level you're on. It's a, it's a fairly linear game that uses quote-unquote radiation to keep you from exploring off the linear map. Oh. Punch up. Oh, you just broke it, Tom. You weren't supposed to be able to do that. <laughs> Go back to the forklift, Tom. It's trying to teach you an ability, and you broke it. Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do a punch up on the forklift. It looked cool when I did it. Damn it. <laughs> Jump and then punch it. There it is. That would have been so cool, Tom. <laughs> If you would have punched the forklift uh, through the uh, building instead the of just use your fist. I, I wanted to get the forklift through without hurting it. <laughs> That's right. You got a very special mission for you. You got to stack all these boxes neatly for me. Am I getting paid overtime for this? There's not enough money in the budget. That sort. Do you want the store stuff. to close? Don't you care Come about on. our mission? Come on. Didn't you see the banners? Bio rain's going under. <laughs> Take my boxes. Oh, nice. Just threw a huge crate it's at It's moving day. Now to be clear. <laughs> it is moving day. Though. Box it up. So. I'm taking them to go. <laughs> In Burger King. Sorry, I don't know. We just get a bag there. But you know. There's shit on the floor and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> every day you mess up my order and every day I come back. <laughs> So to be clear, when you do the when you do the punch up ability, you're you're floating a box to send it sailing into someone's face. But for some reason, when you punch something up, when you do the uppercut on the object, physics do not apply anymore. This this thing, which must weigh hundreds of pounds, uh, defies right. gravity. Again, it <laughs> again, again, you would need now. It's the opposite. You would need to have more mass in order to impart you know, energy onto this object for it to go away and you to stand still. If you being the lighter object now, Stop using you would punch them and move tunnels. them away. <laughs> yeah, name okay, me Mr. one scientist Zero. who agrees with you. <laughs> yeah, name me one scientist who has weighed in on bio commando, bionic commando. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Oh my God, this is, I'm a god now. This is it. <laughs> no, yeah, now we that believe Tom in science, right, boss. Tom? <laughs> uh, this is... There's a lesson. The easiest mechanic in the game. That there is no God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a corpse, Tom? <laughs> you, just, you just punched up a corpse and threw it I just killed else? a guy with his friend. <laughs> we don't know that they were friends. They were friends. <laughs> <laughs> Recapping, you get there, you find out it's BioRain, a group dedicated to making bionotics, bi bionics, bionics, take over the world. You get your bionic arm back. Uh, you run into uh, a lady by the name of Mag, who I mentioned earlier as a friend of yours. I'm sharing on stream. So there's a mysterious gold masked character here talking about final preparations. And there's another German character talking to him. Oh, I'm sorry, the gold faced guy talks with a very deep voice. <laughs> and there's a Zijin, and that's talking to him. From the wreckage of the FSA recon team, sir. They found a survivor from the crash that you got the black box from. Name, rank, serial number, soldier, Captain David Mitchell, RBC-198. 
Uh, and there's a giant spider robot, a la, hmm. you know. Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. <laughs> Obviously. So the survivor didn't want to give anything to them, and he didn't care. But here we are saying, Broder. Oh, look at that. There's Mag. Yeah, so they're having this face-off. Sure and he's complaining about pull she's pulling a gun officer. on a ranking officer, and there's some falling out between them, but he's, like, leaning into the gun like he wants to be shot. Sometimes you have to feel pain to know your life. <laughs> it, it seems like she's working for them. She does. She does. She does. She also has a bionic heart. But he also maybe could, because you know we never see his real legs. He crouches when he runs. So uh, she was pointing the gun at his head. They were arguing. It was shot out of her hand by a sniper. It never is. She's your she's your buddy you were working out before. You had a falling out. Seemingly she's working for the bad guys. Uh, but says she isn't, but never really explains what she's doing there. Um, there's also a sniper that'll appear throughout the plot that's watching you guys. Um, you, you do a bit more exploring. Uh, you encounter her again a bit later. And here's this cutscene here. Oh, you found this big statue place and she's zooming around it. I'm not a killer. Then what are you? Do you believe in Mag? I told you, you're no freedom fighter. And you're nothing but a hypocrite. She's like doing drive-bys on you. The girl I remember didn't resort to hiding in the shadows. Still and then you just only her legs fucking clothesline her. <laughs> oh my god. And the rest of her body yeah, is. is not bionic. It's not bionic. That would kill her. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So he says, by the way, that's people you're breathing. I'm not sure exactly what's meant by that line, except that maybe <laughs> there's like fog and radiation around and that's like people have died. I, I don't know what that line means. So here we are running along. Uh, you made it to an oil rig and you, you got the device through. I skipped about three hours of gameplay there, but you get the device and here's Super Joe. Put it down yeah, on the ground. I knew I could roll it to on him. you. It's a, it's a big glowing orb, you know, done? like all evil devices look. Almost. <laughs> and he throws the gold mask at you, you revealing can't even tell the that he was the bad guy. No, no not, not the guy who was bad all along. Yeah, with the bad guy. So he says, no wonder you never realized the truth about Emily. That he, you shoot the bionic arm at him, of course, but but uh, Mecha Nazi here <laughs> grabs it. Who's got oh. bionic arms also? Plural. They've got Mag. Yeah, he's got two arms. That's one more than you. So oh. you're in trouble. Oh, you get knocked into the water. So you get knocked into the water under the oil rig, and there's like one so helicopter that's left behind. Yeah, because you can only survive in the water for eight seconds. Right. But there's one helicopter left behind to make sure that you're actually dead. But he's on top of the helicopter. What? Don't know how that happened. But you're on top of the helicopter. And I'll show you some of this gameplay because this is kind of a big epic kind of scene here where you're on the helicopter 
You're, you're jumping from helicopter to helicopter. We're on the next one. Oh, wait, here we go. All right, so you get to the lead helicopter, the one with the guys on. So you're asking where the hell your wife is? You save Mag from falling out? Because oh Mag God. is wife? You saw what happened just now, right? No, I'm not sure delay. I did. Her weight pulled him out. Oh. <laughs> so the German just kicks you in the head enough that you just kind of lose consciousness and fall out. Another quick flashback here. See Emily again. She she continues to run away from you in this flashback. Oh my god. Oh, you see Super Joe talking to Emily. With your help, he will. Okay. Flashback ends. It's like Robocop, except like you're mostly okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she sees you and she's like, he's missing an arm? What a freak! <laughs> How could he ever, ever live? Yeah. Alright, so you wake up because you survived that fall for some reason. How's the arm? Well you can't take falling damage, remember? I always land on my feet. So every line every line that Nathan delivers is kinda like yelled in anger. I'm doing fine. How about you? So she was working with BioRain, but she wanted Bionics to survive, not to become a weapon. Alright, so the sniper has revealed himself with the most ridiculous sized scope I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Holy crap! I could see you from 5 million yards away. So he's got a Bionic <laughs> eye, but he also needs the scope? Well, if you can double up, you might as well. <laughs> you don't want to miss. <laughs> That'd be embarrassing. Yeah, he can see your pores. Everybody knows that the problem with optics and sniping is the, it's how far you can see. It's not about the gun or anything like that. No, it's about the user. <laughs> now our mission is to go to the vault and stop Joe because the vault is the place which he now has the key for to launch Project Vulture. I think, I, th I think, I don't think I've lost the thread yet. So yeah, it turns out Super Joe is Super Schmo. He uh, betrays you, he wants to complete Project, you like that one? I wrote that one. <laughs> he's the leader of BioRain yet. He's, he's working with Gottfried Groder, which is one of the more German names I've ever heard, who uh, you've been hearing throughout the game yell on a megaphone loudspeakers to the soldiers. Uh, you mm. embark on exacting your revenge, chasing them down to where they're going, uh, where they're gonna launch Project Vulture, the, the vault. So uh, you get into a fight with uh, um, Rotor here, shown on the screen, who's about to die. You, you defeated him. He's blowing up. Oh, he, he like turns into this, you know, like he kind of like, cool he gets General taller Grievous. too. He's all bionics. It's just like a head and shoulders, I guess. Not the shampoo, uh, you've, like everyone was thinking. <laughs> you've knocked his legs off here and you stick a stick grenade in his mouth. <laughs> and, uh, just kind of kick him off the edge of this helipad. It's pretty gory. He just, uh, yeah, explodes in midair there. So that's how you defeat Garoder, which is launching Project Vulture. You uh, get more flashbacks about Emily, and here is that cutscene. So pay close attention to this one. So you run into this room with those big screens that you've been seeing on it. Legs. Well, it seems like he has bionic feet. Well, yeah, maybe he's got metal shoes on because there is something about him. Yeah, maybe his legs. 
Is she the arm? Is his wife the arm? So it says on that screen, it shows this augmentation, and it says Catalyst Emily. So, this guy must be the most dense motherfucker on the planet, because it keeps getting hinted at him, but uh, you're gonna get some more dialogue here on our way. Super Joe is telling you, you don't know the first thing about how this technology works. And apparently he helped invent bionotic, bionics. Okay, so now Super Joe says that Bionics are conscious devices. He's saying that's why the emotional bond must be strong because the mind of the catalyst binds with the mind of the user. He says, Emily's been with you on the ride all along. So your elbow. <laughs> All right. He so here's the cutscene. Get it after hearing that. <laughs> Seemingly, he doesn't get it. So now we're treated to Super Joe inside of a giant mech suit. It looks like Walt Disney inside of a cryogenics chamber. <laughs> oh, finally. <laughs> cryogenics. Sorry, not cryogenics. Well, if you're oh, there's in Mag. So. <laughs> Mag runs towards Super Joe, seemingly because he wants to stop him from launching this project. She gets just decked. Just absolutely <laughs> decked. What the and you're fuck? on the other side of a glass wall, and it, there's no there's no if about this. She Whoa. gets just pounded by a giant metal fist, and Mag is dead. It's not one of those things that's like, oh, well, this, like, named character may be alive. No, she was just absolutely flattened. It's a bold move. And then his jets, like, propelled over her. Yeah, so Super Joe's flying up in the air along with hundreds of, of, uh, they're not b bionics. They're, they're just robots that are, like, ascending with wings up into the air. Locust. <laughs> like locust. And now, honestly... Uh, a, a giant departure for the game. This is an epic-looking scene where you're flying on the back of one of these things. You rip its wings out. You fly to another one. You just start slinging from one flying thing to another up in this, like, absolutely apocalyptic scenario where there's just hundreds, if not thousands, of these robots flying in the air, and you're making your way up in the mm -hmm. up in the sky. It, uh, it's definitely like a big blockbuster moment for this game, and probably the thing that the, the people at Square Enix saw. <laughs> yeah. For sure. It feels like it could be out of God of War. You're, you're slinging between these robots. It's it's a huge scene. You make your way, much like the helicopters, you make your way all the way up to the lead one, to Super Joe. What happened to Emily? It doesn't matter. And he still says, what happened to Emily? Hmm. He's got to know. <laughs> He's saying it doesn't matter, and he just starts squeezing you with his uh, giant mech arms until you pass out. As you would. As you would. You get one more flashback here, which is, man, it's really hammering at home since you still haven't put together this whole Emily situation. <laughs> but they put her together into your arm. <laughs> she says that she never left. And she says, I'll always be by your side is what she says. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then she looks at your arm and then you kind of come back too. And does he realize it yet? We're still not really sure. But uh, you start headbutting 
super drove through the giant glass shield he has on. Okay, well that's which again, your your head is stupid. not bionic. You yeah. just bash your forehead through a, a very thick screen, and you you grab his his supercharger, the thing that you delivered to him in the first place. You grab it through his chest and rip it out, and you you start slow mo falling. All the injury that you just took was from yourself. Yeah. You start falling out of the sky along with all these other vultures, all the other robots. And again, a very epic kind of of cinematic scene here, falling like a raindrop through the sky back down to the vault with some uh, choir music in the background. And a fall that really, like, there's no reason that wouldn't kill you. Are you telling me that he's going to live through this? Well, we don't know entirely. Um, it, it zooms in on black as you fall into the vault, and that's the end of the game. Hmm. Credits roll. There is one more quick thing at the end where... Oh, I was expecting like a more explicit, like, Emily, he's dead. you're my arm now? Like, <laughs> like power like, up. He, like, he has to say it through. And now I'm forever with you, Emily. <laughs> yeah. I'll always be bionetically by your side. <laughs> <laughs> There's one more little message delivered through Morse code. Um, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> um, oh, it's, it's Morse code in German, which can be translated to something along the lines of like. Oh, uh, Hitler. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, of, no. Uh, of like there's vulture version two or something and uh, like hinting at like a second. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the whole game here. There's a multiplayer of this game. It's dead. I did not get to experience that. I'm sorry. We can't touch on that at all. Um, the music for this game, if you heard any of it, Tom, it was well received. According to Kotaku, they described it as subtly epic with, I don't know if they said epic because of the voice guy, Mike Patton being, you know, the guy who, from the song Epic, it's their one hit. Um, uh, uh, Epic with classic commando music remixed into a sort of score you'd expect from a big budget action flick. And, and I agree, like throughout the throughout the game that I played, like the music, it was, it was good, it was fitting. There was a lot yeah, of in-game uh, like dialogue between enemies when you were walking around, and I, that's always kind of fun. Enemy comms, yeah, I like yeah. hearing that before you kill them. Yeah, their yeah. last words. <laughs> that's always fun. Um, the, this game was fairly linear, and we talked about like the radiation creates the barriers. Um, and uh, it's pretty cheesy in that way. I don't, you, you only died to the radiation like by falling in it, I think, Tom. But if you go a little bit too far, sometimes that you don't realize like that's the radiation zone. They don't want you to go there. That is the way they keep the game linear. And there were times because the main mechanic is looking up to swing. Yeah, that you I just walk into stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was walking into like the water or walking into a hole that would kill me because I just yeah. wasn't looking in my and when i would die for that i would be like i feel really stupid (laughs) (laughs) all right well we'll talk some about our our feelings and impressions of the game when we get into our own reviews real quick we'll jump over to the the critic reviews what did the uh, the snobby critics think of this game uh metacritic has a score for this game what do you guys think it got zero out of a hundred where did uh the critics place this game we'll just fire these off real fast frank what do you think 72. 72 from Frank. I pulled my pen out of its cap so fast that it disconnected from the bottom. Okay, 72 from Frank. Uh, Tom, what do you think? 60. 6D and Frank. Uh, sorry, Victor. Frank again, yeah. Victor, what do you <laughs> yeah, think? Frank 72. <laughs> uh, Victor, same answer. I'll say 68. 
68. All right, so this game holds a nice 69 on PC. So congratulations, oh, nice. Victor. Oh. And uh, I'll get a point there for that. It has a uh, 70 on 360 and 71 on PS3. So yeah, Victor, you were closest. So we're going to read through some of the critic reviews here real quick. Wired. This is Wired says... 50 out of 100. The <laughs> concepts behind the new Bionic Commando are strong, but the moment-to-moment -moment action just doesn't deliver on the promise of how awesome it would be to have a grappling hook instead of a hand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well... <laughs> I like that review because it, it's like you fools don't understand how incredible it would be to have a grappling hook for a hand. Right. That's what it caught me at the end. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you had dreams and they they just didn't deliver at, yeah. uh, on those dreams at all. Like, like this, this game pitched me having a hook for a hand and it, it didn't deliver. It didn't deliver at all. Okay. Well, this guy, whoever wrote this, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Hopefully today, maybe you're some kind of evil villain who's working on technology that shouldn't exist and you want to grapple around a city or something. I don't know. I don't know what you do with your time. All right, Frank, what do you got over there? This is from Game Positive. They give it a 60 out of 100. Not very positive, Game Positive. Mm. Anyway, uh, they say, if the level design did a better job of integrating exploration, platforming, and environmental puzzles, it could have overcome its deficiencies on the combat front. As it is now... Bionic Commando is only worth a rent or bargain bin purchase. Mm. Tom. Wow. Mm. To the bargain bin. This is GameSpot. Gives it 60 out of 100. Bionic Commando has some enjoyable moments, but consistent fun always seems just out of arm's reach. Uh, <laughs> GameSpot <laughs> nailing it. Wow, wow. All right. And a positive one from Play Magazine. They gave it a 95 out of 100. They said, the gameplay is sheer perfection. The score is superb, and the detail for a game this size, it's plain crazy. <laughs> so, uh, other end of the spectrum there with Play Magazine. Um, all right, well, let's move over to the users, though. <laughs> let's hear from some of the people. What kind of user score do you think this got? And Metacritic does this at 0 out of 10. So, 95 reviews. Uh, on their user score, zero out of ten. What do you guys think this got? I'm gonna I'm gonna save my same guess. I'm gonna say sixty. Seventy two. Seventy two again, Victor. Would you it's like actually, to... seven seven point two? Sorry, seven point seven point two. <laughs> yeah, was this out of seventy two out of a hundred? <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Or seventy two okay. out of ten. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm gonna go. When did this game come out? Two thousand nine. I'm gonna say the people enjoyed it more. I'm gonna okay. say that it is an eight. An eight, eight point zero. Go okay. higher. I don't right. think so, but I'm gonna say it. And this game got a seven point two out of ten, which puts Frank right on the money. <laughs> wow, <laughs> nice ballpark as the critics though. Uh, Steam Dead actually shot. has it as a mostly positive, and recently, uh, which I think is the last thirty days, very positive. So a couple mm. more reviews for you guys. Tom, what you got there? So on Steam from user Dreadful Kin, he says, "Why farm? Recommended." <laughs> Yeah, a life arm. It's recommended. Uh, Frank. Kaladin on Steam says, Bionic Commando has unpredictable storyline, and this is very good, especially in the video game industry that all games have same plot. Idea and story plot of Bionic Commando is mind-blowing. There are many interesting twists and a setup for a future sequel that make its story richer. 
an ending plot twist will blow your mind when you discover the truth about your bionic arm. Uh, and then there's the... Uh, it's the emoji uh, with capital T emoji. underscore capital T. Yeah, capital <laughs> T. Emoji, emoji, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Anime um, crying face, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's dramatic, tragic, and epic at the same time. But unfortunately, storytelling is not good. The way that story progress ruined the potential of Bionic Commando's unique plot. Mm, great story, mm-hmm. but told poorly. Wow. Uh, just like this review bgat on amazon says i bought this thinking that it would be a mindless action game i was surprised at how engaging i found the story and especially at how fantastic the voice acting was seriously i don't normally care about voice acting but this really made the game for me anime fans will immediately recognize stephen j bloom spike from cowboy bebop the rest of the cast is top-notch as well even better the voice actors actually had interesting frequently funny things to say i was shocked all right, so there go our user reviews. Uh, enough from them, though. What about our scores? Uh, our scoring system here—it's a bit unique. You know, we got the normal—you got the normal zero to ten scales. But here at GGN, we got people in the labs. They're—they're they're pouring things from one vial into another. They're trying to figure out what's the best way to gauge a game. You know, the vials are turning different colors. There's explosions, and finally, they figured out that the best way to score a game is to go all the way to negative 10. So as the game gets further into the negatives, it's saying that it's, oh, it's bad. It's real bad. And it's so bad that I'm enjoying it again. So our score, negative 10 to positive 10. Positives, good games. Negatives, bad games. But you're enjoying them. So, yeah, let's 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 talk about our thoughts. And we'll just kind of go section by section. Um, what do you think? From the original NES game to what they turned into a 3D platformer here, what do, what do you guys think? I think it makes more sense as a 2D game. <laughs> ouch unless okay here's what i'll say you know how like in spider-man how like it's just very forgiving oh yeah and that's what makes it feel good Mm -hmm. this is not forgiving yeah i know we were all watching you and there's (laughs) there's a possibility that we could say man tom you suck at this game but i also (laughs) played it it's possible that me and tom suck at it but it doesn't feel fun to like sling around on this bionic arm which is like the main like signature part of bionic commando right (laughs) i think it's bad when like you reward the opposite of the mechanics that you're trying to pitch in the game like it made more sense for me to use the dinky little pistol (laughs) and to walk around and use like normal cover mechanics right then it did, As like, it to use the arm would be like, oh, do I want to just be really disoriented? And, you know, and, and <laughs> everyone's such a crack shot. Or... I'm fucking flying around <laughs> the air, man. I'm like, I'm like literally Spider-Man, like, but like with dogs, like just everywhere. And yeah. like, these a guys touch. are crack shots. <laughs> they're crack shots. I'm whipping around and they're nailing me every time. So you're just like, okay, I'll fucking hide behind the box. Yeah. Like, so that, that was it. I don't know, just... They, they rewarded the opposite of what they of what they wanted. Yeah. So if they, if they made it easier and more forgiving, it might have been more fun. Yeah. Mm. Sure. So real quick on the the how linear this game is. So I was initially kind of worried when I got this game. When you when you step out to the edge of that building, Tom, once you get your arm and you step out onto that kind of precipice and you're looking out at the city, I was worried because when I saw that, I'm like, 
oh my God, this is an open city that you're going to explore and start swinging around. And this game's going to be too good for GGN, which, you know, there's no like hard and fast rules about like what's allowed on this podcast. It's just games that I find with flaws and that have like interesting stories, enough scrap on the bone for us to feast on. But <laughs> once you get in there and you realize that like, oh, there's one path that you're allowed to follow. Everything else is blocked off by a very conveniently placed wall of blue radiation that if you step in it for three seconds, you're going to die. Um, yeah. Yeah, the the linear linearity of it um really really let me down um was it tough was to it, grapple like, with you'd say okay okay did you have you a, couldn't get a good hold on it get out yeah get okay. out <laughs> what were you left with? i don't know you get the <laughs> no recourse swing of it oh my god i hate you guys so much yeah. you couldn't well, believe right that your man, left arm Chris. was your wife yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not a pun <laughs> that's a pun you said your life. Okay. That's a pun. What Frank said? Yeah. Frank, say it again. That's your Say it uh, again, Frank. Some some your left arm is your wife. That's hilarious. That's a pun. That, oh, that's not a pun. I don't know what a pun is. I, I get it now. Okay. Yeah. Wait, it was uh, his wife. Okay, real quick. Robot legs girl. Her legs yes. are some who are yeah. her legs? When she, when she walked when you walked and, into that scene that like and very does she clearly, have two people in her legs or is it one person <laughs> just are one. both legs? I think it's just one. Mm. Uh, you when you walk into that room that like very obviously should have been the thing like this is where the guy should put it together it's like a big board that says like uh it's it's on mag and it's saying like mag williams and it says her augmentation and it's like her husband's name like something else williams and so it's like ah her husband is in her legs and for you you page over and it says emily whatever uh emily nathan rad spencer <laughs> and uh <laughs> you should put it together there and you don't so yeah so is, it, is the idea that they're not consciously controlling their own like his arms moving because of the wife's will i well, don't know there's a line of dialogue to, that says like you can't trust the machines you has to be people so maybe that's what it is like you need people to be a better bionic arm so they're, but but like they're they're the, the arm yeah, no, it's the, like the, the, Frank lost yeah? bits of his fingers. Okay, right. Yeah. And yes. Imagine Frank's imagine. not. Imagine yeah, just pretend yeah. for a second, mm -hmm. and yeah. he needs to get new bits. He's not going to just right. get a stranger's bits. He can't trust those bits on the end of right. his it has fingers. To be someone who has emotional attachment. To yeah, him. it's got to be one of okay. us, probably. And mm -hmm. who's going to give up their bits of That's finger? That's why Hunter willingly. hasn't been on the podcast for a long time. <laughs> right. So <laughs> he gave up his bits to be yeah. Frank's fingers. <laughs> to be Frank's fingers, yeah. Is that Frank, yeah. Hunter that is sense? Frank's Frank fingers? Frank can grapple onto things. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, yeah I mean, not as good, but like I, no, I can. You, you know. trust him. You trust the <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Halfway, sure. More Only than one time have I woke up with my hand around my neck. Let me let me take Only one time. <laughs> That Spencer got his injury because he was a soldier in the war with the Republic versus the Imperials and a grenade went off and he lost his, I'm guessing the soles of his feet and his arm because well, you wait, have wait, bionic wait. soles of your feet. But, the soles, but so like he, the soul, the soles nice. of okay. his feet? Nice. I guess, nice. okay. So you, you got injured in a feet? grenade. Maybe. I don't know. That's never really mentioned. It's just Who's about the arm. Right. Did so, he but a grenade went up? off. And I don't think so, but a grenade went off and like Emily shows up and she's like, oh, my God, what's going to happen to him? But the, the premise is like you have to do this to save his life. But the option mm -hmm. is like he doesn't have an arm. 
Like he's just he. Like, I mean, okay, war, war trauma, awful, terrible, losing limbs, mm. the worst. But like, it's not like you had to give up your life to become a bionic arm. I'm not sure what that conversation was like. No, no, you said it yourself. You said the worst. You said losing limbs is the, <laughs> the worst. worst. It was yeah. literally so, the worst. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So she had not to go. death. <laughs> yeah. Loss of limb. Yeah. If she you love him, you will become an arm. Yeah. Yeah. And traumatize him and he'll go on death row. And it does yeah. seem like she's uh. like weirdly willing to do it. Yeah. Like what, what was she told? You're right. I don't, maybe, maybe she wasn't told the truth either that she was going to become an arm, you know? So. Oh, you're arm. not going to be an arm. You're going to be something. No, <laughs> no, no. But she, you said she wasn't told that. Like, what no, would you, he was what like, he was like, her? you just need to give him a blood transfusion. Yeah, like all right. Come over here. Oh, you're scared. Needles, like, don't worry. No, I can, I can knock you out. You need to be more than an arm. Don't worry. Yeah. You, you at least <laughs> when you'll you be come definitely back, you're, more you're than totally an arm. not going to be an arm. You're definitely going to support <laughs> yeah. at least one of his sides. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he wasn't going to survive. And uh, I'll, I'll give the Nazi the benefit of the doubt on this one. You Is heard that it who here. we're giving the benefit Flip of the that. doubt to? <laughs> this well, whole time? They're not the Nazis anymore. Well, let's, they're they're bio rain. They're terrorists. You can take I mean, that. okay, let's see. Let's look at the <laughs> track record. Take that out of context. That's around the soundboard. Yeah, give the Nazi the benefit of the doubt. Womp womp. All right. Uh, Let's see. Otherwise, uh, controls. You were the only one who had the controls, Tom. But what did you think of the controls? You were the Emily of the situation. Easy to get a hold of. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's not intuitive. I guess would be didn't feel good with me with me not going on a long rant. It would be like you know, like in games because you play them enough, you intuitively hit a button and you're like, yep, that's me jumping. Yep, that's me doing this. Yeah. Like it. Very infrequently was Not I like, that's punch? Like I just <laughs> All right, the weapons in this game. What what'd you think? Uh you saw I mean you got the pea shooter, you got the, the, the fisty cuffs, you saw the shotgun. I don't think you got to use anything else, did you? The sniper rifle. Okay, the sniper rifle. Well, some other guns the, the grenade the shotgun. Like it's that that was that was fun it was like it was like oh let's make it powerful as a shotgun then like push it up a little bit more <laughs> like okay yeah. well that's kind of silly fun now to push it up a little bit more <laughs> like your entire screen dies when you fire the shotgun that's yeah. how, it's an arcade game you know i think that's that's how shotgun should feel it was good and the pea shooter literally made it sound like, pew, pew. <laughs> like, it was, like the, yeah. the sound for that gun was and like the this. reticle took up like 10 percent of the screen and it was going to fire anywhere in there <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no sniping with that. Um, some other guns this game does have. It had a grenade launcher that worked, you know, as you would expect. It has had the um, stick grenades, um, which... Which were very hard to aim. Yeah, For some yeah. reason. Um, like just, a few times I would just be like, huh? And then drop it an inch in front of myself. <laughs> That's how you blew like up the rock. first time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> he did it to himself. <laughs> That's, how, That's why you got in this whole situation with needing your wife to sacrifice herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got a, he's got a bad throwing arm. <laughs> That's right. Well, um, two there's now. also a, uh, <laughs> yeah. there's also a, uh, a rocket launcher that has like, you know, javelin style locking on, like you can lock onto four targets at once and it'll fire four four missiles all at the same time. Tom, let me, let me ask you this. When you drop into a group of bad guys, how do you feel? I feel like I'm about to get my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you have a giant bionic arm, you feel like. Yeah, I felt yeah. like they were very good, like well-prepared military force. And I <laughs> am an idiot with a grappling hook on my arm. Sure. Arm. I completely 100% agree. Like you're okay. playing a game like Spider-Man, but it's less enjoyable. And the mediocre, mediocre combat 
It's like you you drop into this giant group of guys. You're like, I'm going to be a badass in in Marlo Briggs. Like we played. That's the situation you want to be in. You know, oh, yeah. you're going to start yeah. swinging around with a giant scythe, kicking their ass, doing combos and stuff like yeah. you feel like you're in God of War. Devil may cry. And this like you accidentally fall in on them and uh, they're just they just start lighting you up. And it's like you throw a punch, but you're too far away from them, even though you have a bionic arm. Sometimes the grappling hook will hook onto the wrong thing. Uh, you get caught off guard and it's never I satisfying I, I can't tell you how many times my fights would be me doing exactly that me being like time to die bitch and then like i grapple the ground like like fall on the ground real quick and i like try to shoot with the gun that i'm missing by like a country mile and then i go to punch them and i literally miss like a foot away each time i swing and then i'm dead yeah Theoretically, could we blame the wife for all of these mishaps? <laughs> maybe she's a pacifist. I'm just yeah, maybe saying. She doesn't want you American kicking all this male ass. fashion, we should blame it on the wife, right? <laughs> wow. We have not considered hadn't, this. But hadn't gone down that route, but yeah, maybe maybe there's know. a message in there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's food um, for thought. I know you all. didn't. <laughs> it's funny you got the tutorial for it, but you didn't get to use it to kite enemies. Uh, One of the more confusing things to ever happen to me. <laughs> I died. exactly how to use something. And then you I died in that first and... <laughs> fight because I basically was just like, attack like that yet. <laughs> yeah. You can you can grab cars, enemies, and kite them. Like you f- grab them with a grappling hook, they're far away. You kite them up in the air and then you fling them at something. That sounds great. The problem is that like there's so many ceilings. situations where exactly <laughs> ceilings you throw them up in the air and they get caught on something. So you, mm-hmm. you, you kite them and they kind of go out of view because seemingly like you're going to whip it behind you, then whip it in front of you. And it's going to be so cool. But like you you whip it behind you and then it just disappears. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times it happened. Like caught on a tree branch, caught on a stone, caught, caught on something on the ceiling. Yeah. So it's never it's never satisfying to do that there. That speaks um, to the game's realism, though right and i don't want one, the one new games to be that real <laughs> when you punch up the box yeah. and or whatever and then punch it i don't know if you notice chris but if it recognizes you're doing it at an enemy it will curve if the enemy's running yeah <laughs> it's a lock it's a heat-seeking box once you punch yeah. it it explains their connection to the wanted series <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. you're curving 100 boxes box. The worst part of this game. What do you guys think? If you could sum up one one bad thing that they did here, what do you, what do you think is the cinema sin of this video game? His wife. Oh, but <laughs> Frank, <laughs> that is somebody Come take on. his wife, please. We're above yeah. that. Okay. Uh, what a country. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it pretty bad. The shooting's bad. The grappling's bad. The writing's bad. Frank, I said one thing, the worst part. One thing, Frank, yeah. come on. Yeah, there's the writing, the shooting, the grappling, <laughs> <Okay>. jumping. <laughs> Victor, what do you think? The smashing. Uh, Tom, okay. what do you think? Ceilings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when you can kite bad guys around and throw them, ceilings are your worst enemy. <laughs> when you've created a game in which your your main mechanic is like grappling and swinging the things and then you put obstructions around i don't know how many times you saw it but there's like a there's a surprising amount of low ceilinged tunnels in this game also like when you're in the interior of buildings like oh i can't grapple now now you've just turned this into just me running around hallways with a pea shooter i think the worst thing is that you don't you can't play with a friend 
there's no like you, you can't have a guy with a grappling leg you know that you have to figure <laughs> out how to work together and, yeah. and do some kind of acrobatic Actually, yeah that's a fun idea though victor like having like army of two be like but in lo- control of movement to that degree and like someone else oh you're like, saying someone actually controls the the bionic arm yeah someone's emily oh wow imagine what victor said mm-hmm. like imagine you, you you're shooting with the pea shooter you're running around you're jumping but like one person is emily Mm-hmm. And like, so you can attack, you can swing boxes around, you can do all those like kiting. Just attacks, like a rocket like powered fist flying around. Yeah. 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 I and like, like it. You could coordinate, you know, with grappling. That's a good idea. That's a great yeah. idea. That's a good idea. That's fun. A million one points th- for Victor. <laughs> a million points why are really sealing this one up aren't you tom <laughs> uh one more bit here that we like to do is pitch me this game as if it is it is the peak of gaming like i am the person who's going to fund your game uh tell me this game idea that you have for bionic commando what what this game is tell me about it make me want to buy this game pay for this game oh man i would just read what's on the the printed cover already because this game sells itself you're you're the literally is named, good, yeah yeah oh yeah your name has rad in it if that doesn't <laughs> okay. sell you i don't know what I'm will, a guy named rad all right you're a guy named rad you are you've mm-hmm. got dreadlocks did i mention that you're a war mm-hmm. veteran inexplicably because um, you had red short hair before yeah well, yeah, and, and that's part have, of what you makes you so dreads, rad. Yeah. yeah, it's like you change, you, you you go by the beat of your own drum, and mm-hmm. drumming's going to get a little more complicated because you just had <laughs> an accident that blew off one of your arms. But don't worry, sure. because technology exists that's going to, um, again, I'm going to reuse something. I'm sorry. It's going to help you grapple with these new challenges by giving you uh-huh. a bio, bionetic grappling arm with this mm-hmm. arm, you will conquer foes near and far. Any any challenge you can traverse. Now, unless, uh, granted, water is going to be a struggle. Um, electricity <laughs> is not great. Radiation you should definitely stay away from. But don't worry, you've got a gun and you can pick up more mm-hmm. because you're a soldier, right? And you've got to mm-hmm. get to this. There's a, there's a mystery of all of this, if you, that wasn't implied mm-hmm. already. But you, you've got to fight against... Someone's name who escapes me. I'm just going to call him the bad guy. Bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom, help me out. What's Super his name? Super Joe. Yeah. Super Joe. Super Schmo oh, Mojo. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's got he's got a secret, and he needs you to find it. Can you keep it? I don't know, but you'll figure it out along the way. Um, mm-hmm. You're traversing through a dystopian city. You're like Spider Man, but like maybe a few, a couple shades <laughs> under. You know, like not. You weren't bitten by, again, radiation is bad for you. You weren't bitten by anything. Sure. You just you dropped a grenade. Anyway, um, you'll be fine at the end. Locust. That's what I got. Your superpower is you. there was a grenade dropped nearby. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yeah. And you were married okay. once. <laughs> right, you were married at the time. Yeah. yeah. They'll play okay. it later. Unrelated. Yeah. Nice. If you just take like a checklist of awesome things and then you say, look, we're going to we're going to put a realistic spin on it. Mm-hmm. And exactly mm-hmm. like Victor was saying. So you go, Spider-Man, check. Mm-hmm. Batman. Yeah. Check. Head of its time. Head of its that time. little grappling hook going there. The Flash, check mm-hmm. in yeah. this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kaiju monsters, check. Yeah. There in this mm-hmm. game. Uh, giant aerial death battle with robot angels. Mm-hmm. 
That, that, sure. that was on my checklist. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a strange it's checklist. There, mm-hmm. uh, I just yeah, sewer, well, fights? I mean, sewer fights. Yeah, sewer, sewer fights. fights. Low ceilings. <laughs> who, 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 who doesn't, no doesn't want to be able to throw a car and not only throw it like when you watch Wanted mm-hmm. and you say yeah. bending a bullet is cool. Mm-hmm. What about a car? <laughs> what about a car bullet? <laughs> what about a forklift? <laughs> yeah, this game will How give that. That's mm-hmm. a power fantasy if I've ever heard one. Yeah. And this uh, this game uh a final power fantasy, am I right? Could <laughs> tie in kind of forget it. It'll so, years later Nathan it'll make Spencer sense. can say my my yeah, wife is like my right arm. Simple. Actually, mm-hmm. it's his left arm. He lost his left arm. Yeah. His left arm, yeah. Frank? <sighs> Frank, anything? Anything to add in there? How do I say this tastefully? <laughs> <laughs> I'd hope that you wouldn't have to clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish this mouthy uh, ball and chain would really you know, help me in some scenarios. But boy, uh-huh. I have a game for you. Oh, yeah. Sell me. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm sold. You, I'll take war five. hero, decorated, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's patriot. Like Stepford wives, but. Uh, you get damaged. <laughs> And, you know, you lose your arm, you lose your legs, not your genitals. You have your genitals. They are still large. You can, you could, and in charge. you still specific. had a wife, you could perform. Okay. Yeah. You no longer have a wife. I don't know why they wife. put that on the box, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you, well, they had room, so. They, it still works anyway. That's not the point. Not paying by the word here. The point here. is, you have to, you have to have a gun. All right. I know grappling hooks are cool, but you need a gun because guns are important. Yeah. No matter if you have robotic legs or robotic arm, you still need a gun. Okay. Very right. Pro it's Second all Amendment. About the Second Amendment. Yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> you need all kinds of guns, honestly. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. guns, and you know what? They don't even want you to have those guns, but you know what? You should have those guns because mm-hmm. it's your right. That's right. As a free American, I feel like this has <laughs> gone off on a tangent. So I'll move to the next <laughs> section. <laughs> Um, all right, so just just wrapping up here, what, what went wrong with the game, why the critics were as tough on it as they were, because you could play this game and be like, yeah, it's an enjoyable experience. I mean, I might finish it. I, I was like, I think three hour, three four hours into it, and it's only like an eight-hour game. Um, hmm. Well, the problem is that this game came out in 2009 along with some other games you may have been playing, including Batman Arkham Asylum, a pretty decent Never. kind of brawler game. Uh, Uncharted 2. Grappling Hook. Uh, Modern Warfare 2, Left 4 Dead 2, Dragon Age uh, Origins, Bayonetta, Infamous, Borderlands, Resident Evil 5, oh, wow. Halo 5, Brutal Legends, Demon's Soul, Prototype, which if you guys haven't played Prototype, I'll put some gameplay of it nope. here on, on I the stream. Prototype. Prototype was amazing and it was open world. Like I can't think of a single way that like Bionic Commando is more interesting than Prototype. You you fly and glide around, you absorb powers, you gain new superpowers in Prototype. It's a great game. Actually, uh, the fact that this exists in that same year. Yeah. It's pretty damning. <laughs> yes, it's extremely damning because this this game I was awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it, was like, a, it was a great game. They came up with like a ton of really cool creative things. Like you could like turn you could like turn into people to like Yeah, yeah. You can like areas. become the soldier and sneak into their camp to ruin it. Yeah. Man, it's there's some cool stuff in this. And like to have like their premise be like, you got an arm and you can, <laughs> you can yeah. like grab you know like you can grab stuff that's like only this <laughs> only this far away. You can grab stuff further than that. Way yeah. further. Like, 
That's your way further, maybe. <laughs> so far, you're kind of like Spider-Man, but not really. If your wife you're lets like Spider-Man, you. Spider-Man, except, yeah, yeah. But the, your arm is your wife, and you but also you have, you have a gun. you have to ask permission of your wife first, yeah. <laughs> Which is hard uh, when you don't know it's her controlling you. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Until the end, yeah. A couple mm. more games. Uh, League of Legends, Killzone 2, Ratchet and Clank, A Crack in Time. So all of these games are, they do things that Bionic Commando is doing, but they do it way better. So yeah, that's that, that's Debatable. the issue with this game, I think. <laughs> Debatable. Eh, Debatable. To, to each their own. So yeah. Um, Prototypes on those games where you do like sadistically evil yeah, sure, yeah. They're like, this is a part where you have to consume as many civilians as you <laughs> as you can. I think. Oh God, yeah. And you're like whatever it is. You're the demon that's in. Fe- you're kind of like Venom. You just consume more of them to get more powerful. Yeah, yeah. But you're that way because the government made you that way, and you're making them pay. Right? Is that the plot? Maybe I don't know. Hmm. Well, maybe you're just evil too. Um, so anyway, the Bionic Commando. Are you at least engaged? That, that, that's pretty much it. Uh, there is a reward, of course, this evening. I felt like this was a nerfed version of of Spider-Man or of any of those games I just named, like Prototype, for example. So what I've found is a it's a grappling hook head for your <laughs> Nerf gun, which I know you all have uh, Nerf guns uh-huh. that can that can fire Nerf arrows. So instead of like a suction cup on the end or a tip, this will fit into your your Nerf. Mm-hmm. There it is, and you, you can attach a you can attach a string to it. And you can try and hoist yourself up, and maybe that will give you an injury um, proper of consuming your wife to give you a bionic uh, appendage. So. Should we make our what? first attempt be like the real deal? Yeah, like, oh yeah, yes. yeah. Go out in a building and like you did when you jumped out the window in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. Just, just connect go to, to like a twenty-story 20 building. building and be mm-hmm. like, Chris. How we both came up with time to test our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, um, aim for the bushes. <laughs> With that being said, um, I mean, I, I don't know when I gave points away. Uh, let's see. We got we got four for Tom this evening. We got five for Frank and Victor. You, you've got about twelve here. So, <laughs> Victor, you, you carried the evening. There were so many puns. Uh, I mean, I wasn't <laughs> going to give you that Victor. many points for for coming in with so many superheroes, but uh, I mean, the puns they just kept rolling. And <laughs> I'm a man who enjoys my puns as a as a father, a husband who may one day use his wife to turn into a bionic appendage i mean that's right (laughs) all clips in this podcast were used in compliance with the u.s copyright fair use exemption for criticism and commentary garbage game night makes no claims to ownership over any games played and has no affiliation with any developer or publishing company for additional references on cited articles and quotes check our episode related blog at garbagegamenight.com or if you have a comment about the game we reviewed or have a suggestion drop us a line 